Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. I am back. Your boys are back for another fun week. So strap in, movie fans, because we have a really cool topic tonight. I think you guys are going to really like it. Something really outside the box that we've never really um, done-ish. Yeah, right. No, not at all. We've done nothing like this before. This is revolutionary for our for our podcast. Uh, so it's going to be a really. Bit. I mean, we, we had the clue recast yeah, that was okay. somewhat so, similar. You know, you know? hey, 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 yeah. fucking go with it. All right, all right. All right. Hey, this brand new shit, people. It's going to change the world. We had debate. We had debate night. That was yeah. Okay. All right. Any anywho, uh, uh, right, we let's are start back again. Hello, welcome to. <laughs> uh but any anywho this is episode 51 nice i'm not drinking any fucking merlot i don't know that's just popping in my head anyway something yeah (laughs) i liked it actually that that, that was a good one on the spot so uh we are we are i I am here in uh very very hot massachusetts as is dp and uh aj and uh marky is well, we'll get to where he is in a few minutes. That's our favorite. That's our favorite Surprise. part of the show. Let's let's, let's be honest here. But before we get to Marky, let's go turn of events. <laughs> let's go to the panel, go around the panel, talk to our boys, and like usual, we are going to start it off with my co-founder, my COO, my big bro, the number one ranked movie guy. Although after last week, he teetered a little bit. It's close. It's a lot, a lot closer than the last few hundred weeks. But <laughs> still ranking number one as movie guys on the planet. My big bro, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? Hey, um, I don't know. My ranking is gonna, I'm feeling a little pressure this week because this topic, I struggled this week. It is outside the box, as you mentioned, but I struggled. You struggled mightily. with this, really? With this, big time. I'm I feel like a creative black hole. Um, can I just, <laughs> in the words of uh, Ron Burgundy, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. And DP doesn't believe you either. No, nope, not not for a second. Yeah, I, I think. In fact, I think you're going to have some really good shit tonight. Uh, but but hey, AJ. Uh, all right, fine, fine. Let's go down that avenue. You're going to suck tonight. That's yep, fine. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have a bad night. Yeah. Right? We uh, all have. Uh, uh, I want to I want to before you move on to the the rest of our esteemed colleagues, which you haven't mentioned in a while, that we are esteemed. Um, mm. We did get a really really great message on Instagram um, from uh, our favorite listener, trademark favorite mm-hmm. listener, mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to read that to you all. Um, if I if I might do it, please Love do. It. Um, so here, uh, this is on Monday after sometime after we dropped the episode. My dearest movie counselors, I believe I was cutting onions during the time I last listened to the podcast. <laughs> this has been the most honest, raw look into you guys as humans. As someone who's been listening since pretty much the beginning, I absolutely love this episode. And as someone who lost my dad when I was 17, and he was only 45, 
This hit me right in the feels. I also have a lot of similar regret that DP does. And as I listened to this on the day before the 17 year anniversary of his death, it's a hard reality that I'm faced with. Hug your parents a little bit tighter and tell your loved ones how you feel. Thanks again for an amazing episode. I love listening to you guys. Hugs and kisses. Your favorite listener. She is so goddamn oh. sweet. Yeah, it's nice. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm legit tearing up over here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rachel. That is. Yeah, Rachel, that was uh, really that, nice. Yeah, I. Um, and wise advice. Yeah, I, I, I saw that Monday night, and I just, yeah, it kind of caught me off guard, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and um, it was well said, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you. Great words. We love you. You know that you're you are officially our favorite listener. So, uh, so everyone else can suck it. Yeah, and, and, I mean, she's, she's going up against millions in China. So, yeah. I mean, uh, so no, they, honestly, they can suck it. Wait, yeah. uh, I don't want. Wait, wait, I don't want to alienate, yeah, those I don't want to alienate yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah, those fictional people. You know. Just, <laughs> Uh, but no, honestly, thank you, Rachel. Those are great places I've never and, met, uh, people I've yeah. never met. <laughs> and uh, we love you here at the Movie Council. And uh, keep keep listening, keep writing us uh, messages. You're the best. So yeah, awesome. th- thanks, Rachel. Uh, thanks, AJ. Speaking of that, any other? No, nothing. We're good on social media. How oh, we doing? got some more followers. Yeah, some, I, I some likes that. on the post. It was, yeah. uh, you know, steady, steady as she goes. We're working. We're working at it. Plug I, think it I like away. one of them. Okay. I, okay. I gave one of them a heart. So, okay. you know, Thank I'm you, doing Marty. my part. Uh, you're doing sweet, your yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's keep introducing people because that's what we do for 51 fucking episodes. Can you believe that? It's <laughs> a long time, boys. Yeah. Anywho, uh, let's talk to another one of my big bros. He is formerly a producer, he was formerly the uh, chief comedy officer, some other things. The man that I am refusing to call daddy. <laughs> but I will call him the chief boy toy. Mr. Dan Sherry, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I, I gotta say, I did think about changing the title again. I was looking at, like, you know, uh, director of being a crybaby on the show. Or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that tracks. So, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But you know yeah. what? We'll, we'll, we'll stick with spot, chief boy spot, toy for spot now. On. <laughs> yeah, you're nothing if not accurate, DP. I'll give you that. A spot on. It's... Crybaby, it'd be more like a, a consultant or a specialist, you know, not necessarily yeah, right, a director. Right, right, yeah, that's true, right. that's true. Yeah. D- DP, you got something for me, right? <laughs> I, I do. Uh, so we got an email from our uh, our first uh, fan, Patrick, uh, mm-hmm. the Booker Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He sent us uh, an email this week and he said, uh, good evening, gentlemen. As I have just finished my binge listening, catching up, of the last few episodes of the show, I had a few random thoughts. Hmm. Love the Naked Gun as the Laughing Sock winner. Absolutely loved Rachel as a guest host in week 47, as she was excellent. While I admittedly don't always get some of Tarantino's movies, your back and forth on him was very enjoyable. Hmm. Uh, AJ's run as an as number one at the top of the movie rankings mm-hmm. is equal to Larry Lucchino's Red Sox home sellout streak. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> what the hell? It's factually correct. <laughs> and, and here's where the email goes off the rails. Um, yeah, that's just usually a matter of time with the Booker Man. Let's be 
as the number 300 ranked movie guy for just one week, three things from your past episode. Uh, I watched the movie Mad Max Fury Road. While an entertaining and visually pleasing movie overall, it was just okay. I did make it to the end, TW. (laughs) Tom Hardy definitely was wasted in this film. His character could have been played by Joe Flipperhead with the same results. (laughs) I don't know who the fuck Joe Flipperhead is. What is that a reference to? (laughs) No idea. Um, In my own, wait, you haven't seen that? I finally watched Django Unchained. Nice. Which was awesome. Loved the performance from the three main actors, but was particularly impressed by Christoph Waltz. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. You and everyone else and the Academy. So, yeah. And and lastly, I thought of three movies when you mentioned Michael Rooker's name. Uh, JFK is a small, a smaller part. Did you, guys, did you guys see JFK, by the way? A long time ago, yeah. Who's which, who stars in that? Is that Oliver? Kevin Costner? Kevin right? Costner. It's an, Oliver, it's an Oliver Stone film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched that one. i never seen it either. It, it's referenced constantly. Yeah. It's but a little, I, I it's a little over it. long. Yeah. It's a little over long, but you can tell. It's an Oliver this. Stone movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he goes on his role as Yondu in the Guardians of Galaxy of films, which, yeah, he is. Uh, I was going to talk about it a little more, but then I remember T.W. Uh, actually watched the Marvel movie, so I don't want to spoil Yondu's whole storyline. But yeah, I'm Mary fair. Poppins. Y'all. Is, yeah. yeah, fucking yeah, Mary fair. Poppins rules. Um, and uh, but immediately what came to mind was his role in the race car version of Top Gun Days of Thunder. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Thank you, Booker it Man. Was rowdy in that movie. Yeah. Which, by the way, that is absolutely just race car Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. He you fucking know, nailed it right there. Yeah. Uh, before I, you go I, on, DP. Minus Val Kilmer. Yeah. I just, uh, another one it just popped into my head. He's also in Tombstone. He plays uh, one of the people that um, he was part of the Red Bandana Gang. Yeah. And then ends up fighting with Wyatt Earp in the end. You know, Marky, I need to, I need to, um, watch that movie again i haven't watched it in so long love that movie hey guys guys yeah. guys Great guys moment. guys guys yeah tw <gasps> who the fuck is joe flipper <laughs> i can't get past it i cannot move on bro <laughs> is that it's just I, I think that's kind of the point who the fuck is joe i just flipper fucking at? googled it there was a bunch of random shit it was oh nothing. god <laughs> Oh God! All right, sorry, TP. Uh, oh yeah, I think that, that Tom that, Hardy, that, it, that movie, that role was great for him. That was not wasted, in my yeah, opinion. It yeah. took a very violent person. Tom Hardy looks like he beats people up in his free time. So, yeah. but yeah, that that was pretty much the end. He just gave us a, as always, love the show. Hashtag smooth sun, southern gentleman loves Vegas strippers. <laughs> the Booker Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work that one out. Right. On your Sounds own, like guys. he may have been drinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. By the that's time clearly... he finished up that email. That yeah, that's, right. a, that's a Booker Man one right there. Right, that that's never clear. happens. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, thank you, Booker Man. As always, mm. it's always a pleasure hearing from you. You're our boy. Yes, and, thank uh, you, sir. And, and everyone else out there, if you uh, 
you send us an email, we will read it. We don't even that's the deal. I don't even care what it is. Hashtag smooth southern gentleman loves radio yeah. strippers. You can have that in your email and we will read it. So send it to moviecouncilpod at gmail and uh hit us up on socials. We're on uh Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at movie council pod. And I just say if you guys have like movie recommendations or podcast. Mm-hmm. Topic ideas or whatever, send those too, man. We yeah. got, mm-hmm. We'll do them. We'll do them. Yeah, we don't we'll give a totally shit. Totally do them. Yeah. Yeah. You can even just send us a, a message calling us a bunch of dipshits. We'll read it. Um, we will read it on air. I don't want to lean into that, but hey. Yeah, no, yeah. I think we should. I think we're onto something here. Anyways, all right. um, all right. We, we got to get through the intros before we uh before we get to our topic this week. And of course, I always save this one for last because it's our favorite part. Not oh, only yeah. of the intros, but of the entire podcast. When we all wow. go ahead and swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, your boy, our boy, the very handsome, the very sultry, the very sexual Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondarout. What's up, man? Not much. I, I felt like I was blushing, and then I looked over at DP screen, and his face is red. <laughs> Thanks, DP. Oh, God. <laughs> I really enjoy that intro every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. Real good. Um, I forgot to tell you guys, you know, uh, I thought about this right before we hopped on. Um, you know, I was stuck in that Vegas airport last week. And at one point I brought up the podcast to my boss and he was like, well, what do you guys, you know, what's, what's, what have you been talking about lately? And I brought up the um, comedy tournament movies and he was mm-hmm. his first right out the gate. He was like, we're swingers. Did swingers win? And I was like, uh, swingers did okay. And he's like, you yeah. should have won, man. And like, yeah. he didn't, I was like, uh, shit, it's my boss, you know? Yeah. We <laughs> talked about that. It's, yeah. it's, it's the thing was, we were going for one of the funniest movies Yeah. and yeah. swingers, like we've talked about is obviously there's some hilarious lines. It's an amazing comedy, but it's a great movie first and a comedy second. And yeah. I think that's really where, it, you know, the disconnect was and even getting into the top 64. So, well, and I broke all it down right. for him, you know, how we had this huge uh, March Madness bracket where yeah. we went through all these. But it, it also, you know, he's not the only person I've talked to this bracket about. Um, I've talked to my dad and my uncles when we did this uh, fairly recent mm-hmm. beach trip and they, they kind of had the same thing. They were naming off these old school movies, um, ones that escape me right now. But, you know, I did recognize right. at the time. But it, it reinforced the idea that it's the movies that you grew up with that you love. Right. Um, right. The overlap is when you find when people have all seen Dumb and Dumber or yeah. uh, Airplane or Naked Gun. Um, because, it, like, again, referencing my boss, he was saying that him and his brother can quote swingers all the way through. They can, you know, and that's what makes a movie special for a lot of people. So I get that. But uh, we are the council. And we took our time and we were ruthless and we went through a lot of movies. Absolutely. And not uh, yeah. all of us were happy with some of the ones that lost. Right. So. And that means the naked gun is the best comedy. That's true. That's of it. All time. Yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. argument anymore. Scientific. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. There's data. It's absolutely completely true. The same way that the earth is flat is completely true. You know, <laughs> right. exactly. you can exactly. Google yeah. that shit and you'll find yeah. out the earth is flat. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Jenny McCarthy causes <laughs> autism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker, baby. Every time. All right, boys. Well, great. Uh, we're all happy. We're all healthy. We're all here. We're ready to go. Um, and we're going to get into the topic in a minute. 
Uh, I do want to say one other thing before we get into that topic, which is going to be a great one. It's uh, DP's choice this week. And he's got, like I mentioned in the intro, uh, it's outside the box. It's going to be a lot of fun. Although AJ, you know, for some reason thinks he's going to, he's going to suck at it, but I, 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 I get dog shit tonight. Now you've got a negative town and I don't like it. All right. I think, cause I think it's going to be money personally. All right. I just want to say one thing. Uh, because <clears throat> I did make a number of professional wrestling uh, references last week on the on the mm. show. I just want to let anybody uh, three actually go fuck <laughs> a, a number. And um, I just want to every, let everybody know I am actually joining uh, just for one week this week Thursday night. I'm recording on someone else's professional wrestling podcast. You son oh, of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, and then it's coming out on. Uh, I think it. I believe it'll drop on Saturday. All that they don't they don't do uh, um, Spotify or anything. They just put it up on YouTube. Uh, are, you no. being, are you being brought in as a quote unquote expert? Is yes. that why you're yes. on? <laughs> yes, because I am a, prof- a former professional wrestler for one. And two, I wrote for uh, the it's Daily DDT for like three years. So Kid plus, Dynamite, I, Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been a wrestling fan correct. for, you know, 30 something years. So yes, I am coming on as an expert. I'm their special guest. Uh, the name of the uh, uh, po- podcast is called Peaches and Power Bombs. Because both of the girls, it's two girls that run it, and they're both from Georgia, Georgia Peaches, Peaches and Power That's a fun Bones. name. Yeah, uh, it's a good name, and it's a good good podcast. I'll definitely drop the movie council when I'm on there. I was going to say, you, Got to. Need, you yeah, need to absolutely. promote the podcast, baby. I actually so where think, can you catch their podcast? You said it's not on Spotify? Just YouTube. They just yeah, put it on YouTube, YouTube for now. Um, oh, it's a, so it's a video podcast. Yeah, so I, I, what I, I honestly think I'm going to have them introduce me as former uh writer for daily ddt and current host of the movie council podcast i'm gonna ask there you to, go awesome to, so uh maybe we'll get some out there i don't know they probably get about as many listeners as us but it's uh Peach, peaches and power bombs yes sarah yeah. Hirsch so, and tina marie miller ni- really nice girls said out of georgia yeah. yep yeah, and everyone everyone listening to us now make sure you check that out give them some uh it give them a bump. They give them the movie council bump. Yeah, you know, man, they, they'll see more listeners because they bring in Tim. Yeah, man, they, they, they'll bring them in more. So they, uh, they, and, and uh, it's it's a good it's a good podcast if you're a pro wrestling fan. It's good to hear like a a, a woman's perspective and they're younger ish women. So it's mm-hmm. cool. It's a, it's a good podcast. It's a lot of fun. So cool. Uh, listen up. I will be on it recording Thursday. I believe they'll be dropping it Thursday just ahead of SummerSlam. So it'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Very there. cool. Love little it. Plug, baby. Little plug. Yeah. Love it. The only thing is, they don't. Uh, they don't like people swearing on their podcast. That's gonna so be hard. That's gonna be difficult. For yeah. you, just so you know. Good but fucking I, luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you'll manage it. I'll do my best. I, I I do tend to behave myself a little bit better around women than I do men. Maybe mm. that's not true. Yeah, anyway, no, yeah. I think that's factually correct. Okay. All right. Anyway. Maybe around people you don't know as well. That's true. That's true. All right, so uh, guys, let's do it tonight. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, unless yeah. you're AJ. Uh, so, hey, uh, like AJ. I said, it's DP's pick this week. DP, uh, go ahead and talk about what your idea is and how we're going to do this, and just map out the night. It's all yours, brother. And, all right, and don't. And if you don't want to call on me, that's fine too. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So, all right. Um, so this idea came to me uh, a few weeks ago now. I was, uh, popped in my head and uh, I, I got excited about this one. And what we're going to do is uh, we're each going to take turns pitching uh, like movie ideas, like movie remakes, reboots, spinoffs, any idea, you know, for like a movie remake. And uh, 
the other three of us will all listen, kind of act as like uh, studio executives, and we'll uh, we'll give some feedback. We'll spitball with you, try and come up with some ideas for the movie. And at the end, we'll decide if, you know, like, hey, let's green light this movie. This sounds like a great idea. Or we'll say, hey, you know, you need to work on it a little more. Thanks for coming in. Right. But yeah, we, right, love, right. we love what you brought. Yeah. Right. We're, not, yeah. we're not in love with it. Right. Exactly. Right. So, but we yeah. love you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll each pitch our ideas. Uh, the one idea I kind of. The example I gave the boys would be something along the lines of uh, I would pitch to them. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We'll do a remake of Back to the Future, but we're going to turn it into a real kind of spooky kind of thriller horror movie and have like M. Night Shyamalan direct it. Mm -hmm. You know, and we'd spitball from there with ideas of, you know, Marty comes back and Biff is a serial killer or, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll talk about, you know, who, yeah, who would you like to see star in it and, and stuff like that. And we'll just kind of spitball and roll and try and come up with great movie remake spinoff ideas. So. Um, Which deep, surely deep. these are going to get picked up by a, a studio. You know, oh yeah, are and then we're going to and then we're going to sue for intellectual property. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll have timestamps of when we talked about it. So uh, mm-hmm. when we get ripped off, we we'll, right. we'll be able to get our money. Yes, so that's there you true. go. Yes. But but I got to say, some of these ideas, I got a feeling will be great. DB, uh, I'm very excited for this. I just want you to know. I, 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 at first, I was I don't know, but I, I'm I'm really excited. Did you this. just hold up a, a, some pages of printed notes? Oh yeah! Took notes for tonight. You printed them out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! I typed them on a computer and everything. I did. I did. <laughs> Movie. Hey, I, I, have to, I have to say, I am excited for tonight, but I'm excited to listen to what you guys have to say. Here oh, we boy. go. Here we okay. go. <laughs> you know he's going to have the best ideas. He's just—he's doing this thing because I do this too, especially since I'm single. I do this in the dating world. I try to lower my expe- lower <laughs> Sorry, the expectations dog. as low yeah. as I possibly can. So then, when I'm just average, I look amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's what AJ is doing right now. You like that strategy, DP? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works. I, I've done <laughs> it myself. So I know. Verified. It works. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, DP, so, um, yeah, it's all you. Whoever you want it, you can go first. All you right. Can pick one um, of us to go first. It's up to you. Yeah, Tim, you're very excited. Uh, yeah, so yeah. You, I want to hear something. Okay. Let's have you give the first pitch. Okay. So, this is a reboot. Um, now, I want you to know, I, I have. You know, you asked us to try to do two. I have a third just in case. Okay. But the two I want to go with, um, one of them is it's it's a little it's a little safe. It's a little cookie cutter. I'm gonna do that first. I'll do my other one that's a little more outside of the box next. Okay. Um, sounds good. So what I want to reboot is the uh, 1987 thriller, whatever, uh, Fatal Attraction. Glenn Close, uh, Michael Douglas, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason movie, I want- movie movie villain, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Alex. Yep, Alex. Um, so the thing is, I don't even want to change this too much because this movie has been a, there's been attempted replications of this movie repeatedly, and they all suck. So this time we're gonna get it right. Okay, we're okay. gonna do the right things. We're gonna cast the right people. We're gonna have the right ideas. Okay. Uh, you even think about it, like the hand that rocks the cradle that sucked. 
Mm-hmm. Obsessed with uh, Idris Elba and Ali Larder. As much as Ali Larder can get it, that sucked. <laughs> swim fans. Oh, I was just about to say swim yeah, fan. Swim fan sucks. Uh, uh, although, fear, although fear with Marky Wahlberg. Remember sucks. that one? Yeah. The crush with Alicia Marky Silverstone. Marky Wahlberg. Sorry, Marky Mark sucks. Um, so when he was Marky Mark. What What I think the the most important thing to do with this movie is cast. The person that would replace Michael Douglas and the person that would replace Glenn Close, of course, 100%. The mm-hmm. most integral parts of the movie. And 100%. I realized when I watched this movie back that one of the things about Michael Douglas is that, which kind of balances things in this movie, is that he's super fucking unlikable for a couple of reasons. You know, he's not a very likable guy in general as in his roles. When have you ever watched Michael Douglas and been like, oh, you know, he was he was lovely, like never. He's a dick. falling down. <laughs> No, no. Actually, I thought about rebooting that as well. But anyways, um, that'd be good. Uh, uh, he's in that. He's in some movie. Uh, anyways, um, he's always a dick. Almost. In he's every generally movie. a cunt. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Marky. Whoa. Oh, I got me one. I got me one. Oh my God. I hope your mother-in-law's listening. Anyways, <laughs> time stamp. We got a new soundbite, folks. Yeah. So from Michael <laughs> Douglas. So, so here's the thing. This is what I want to do. I want this to be. The only thing I'm going to change a little bit is I want this to be a younger couple, younger-ish couple, and I want the affair that he has to be with an older woman. Okay? Okay. So what I want to do is, so if we're looking for someone who's unlikable and can be somebody who you're kind of like almost rooting against, even though he's the one being harassed by a crazy woman, I'm going with Miles Teller as my lead oh wow okay? all right because he's just kind of a smug douche like, i i love him as an actor don't get me wrong but he's just got got smug written all over him so i think he, he can fill that role so then i wanted to look at what i what i thought worked for glenn close was the fact that you could sympathize with her because she's she's mentally imbalanced right emotionally imbalanced mm-hmm. um you know she had nothing to lose she fucked a married guy and she fell in love so I, I, I want to look at somebody for uh, the actress. I want a person you can sympathize with and can pull off batshit crazy. And for that, I'm going with Tony Collette, the older woman. Okay. Tony Collette, All right. All Miles right. Teller. I want Anna Kendrick to play the wife. Um, mm-hmm. But they're kind of a younger couple, but they've been together a long time, like maybe high school sweethearts, you know? So it's, it's uh, so, so um, I, we can get, you know, down the line, this is just a pitch. Down the line, we could get into more of the specifics and the story and things like that. But that's the groundwork. Miles Teller, Anna Kendrick as a couple. Tony Collette is the older woman who goes nuts after Miles Teller bangs her out in some very, very hot scenes. Because I don't know how we're going to replicate Michael Douglas and Glenn Close in a couple of those scenes. Let's mm-hmm. be honest here. Yeah, you see like have, a ball bag and shit. I've achieved well, I mean, look, the, the scene in the kitchen, I've achieved manual release to that numerous <laughs> times. Um, it's a great it's, we, we gotta get a lot of that in the movie. But AJ, yes. Um so I you said it's a it's a re a reboot, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. promoting it as fatal attraction you're calling it fatal yes. attraction remake reboot well, i don't know right if that's not but you're calling it okay. but you're calling it fatal attraction right you're, absolutely you're gonna yes. mark you're gonna market yeah. it as such yeah. right it's not okay. fatal attraction two or fatal attraction blah blah or fatal attractions it. right with, it yeah. is fatal attraction right. we're doing it again okay Even okay though i just tough. i kind of want to get wrap my head around like hmm. the the marketing side of things okay how it's being marketed yeah so that's my cast. Oh, DP, yeah, sorry. Okay, so I, here, here's 
what I think. Uh, if if we're gonna green like this, we're gonna need uh, a a director that can handle this movie. And I'm thinking, right? If we got Miles Teller, and we have a very adversarial relationship between him and Tony Collette, can we get uh, Damien Chazelle, the director of Whiplash, mm. to come in and direct this movie? That, that, or, that, or did you have? Or did you that, have a director? I, I do. I do have an idea. Okay. Director. I like director. Damien Chazelle. I do like that. All right. Um, so since this movie has been tried and botched so many times since the original, I want like a newer director. I want someone young, but also okay. someone who's dark because I want Alex's craziness to be ramped up even more. Um, and they don't even have, they don't have to be called by the same Dan and Alex and all they, we can change those up, but that's fine. I, I, I want that to go further. So I'm going to go, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's a young guy. He's 33 years old. His name is Ari Aster. He yes. Does, yes. He okay, did hereditary he, hereditary. And he does midsummer. Midsummer. Those wow. are two fucked Ooh, up are movies. Fucking dark, dude. Yes. I want this movie to be very it dark. Doesn't seem like it's in his wheelhouse though. Well, he's, it he, could be maybe he has experience with Tony Collette. All right. He does. He does. He does. So, yes. And, and I think I want this to be dark. I don't want this to be a, a, a happy movie. I want this to be dark. I want it to be raining a lot. How dark? Be, um, well, the original I, one was was dark. Ari Aster. Very dark. dark. Yeah. Ari yeah. Aster. Dark. Yeah. I mean, Ari Aster's yeah. more like twisted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I want you monsters know, like, under I, your bed. Dark. I want the, the the whole like okay. buddy boiling thing. I want that ramped up tenfold. I want it to be even more. You want you want graphic? Yes. Okay. I want graphic. I want violent. I want Tony him. I, I I'm in. Okay. I like this. So okay. What kind of you I like got a writer? A lot. You got a writer on deck? I don't have a writer, but but he does he does write. Uh, Ariaster did, does. Did he did he write uh, his two films? He did. He wrote both of them. Yeah, um, wrote and directed. And Hereditary is a, about as scary a movie as I've ever seen. Um, and I don't, I don't get most most horror movies. I'm like, eh, bullshit. Like I don't, I don't. But Hereditary scared the shit out of me. Agreed. Yeah, no, Hereditary is very good. Um, the summer is weird. The third act, the third act of Hereditary, um. I wasn't a huge fan of, but there was so much potential in that film, and there was so much good to it. AJ, I love the third act. When Tony personally. Collette ran, when you can see her in the background running across yes. the ceiling, I almost not that, not that. Back. After that, I'm saying okay, uh, there was some problems with the third act. Oh yeah, but he's know, he's yeah. a really good director. I, Mark and I, we can go on that different part, yeah. a different conversation so, about that some other time. But that's fine. But I like the director. I like he's mm-hmm. he's uh, he's got some balls. He's upcoming. He's really yeah. I have a I have a couple more questions for yeah. you. Um, we here at the Netflix, Amazon, Hulu Studios, HBO mm-hmm, mm-hmm, conglomerate. We know yeah. we control the world. Right. Um, <laughs> two questions. Yeah. One, do you have someone in mind for the soundtrack? And two, how much money are you planning on spending on this project that you want us to back? Well, I mean... <sighs> Uh, soundtrack no that's not my wheelhouse you, you know yeah that's i'll do it for free <laughs> you don't have to ask me <laughs> okay um you know listen miles teller and anna kendrick and tony collette are not going to be cheap nor is Ari Look, I, I think the kendrick casting is um is spot on okay okay it's spot on do i you think have, do you have ideas for the other two no I, you know i i like tony collette a lot i just like, I, thought, I thought Glenn Close was so sexy, though. See, I don't see, know if I see you know, Tony Collette as yeah, sexy. But she can be. 
She absolutely can be. There she are can times. be. She's 48 yeah, I was gonna say, if we're, we're going to go with older and sexy, like a, a Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. She can't know? act, though. I mean, other than Monsters Ball, mm. she sucks. Um, but Marissa just, Tomei? Yeah. That'd be, yeah. That'd be a nice choice. She can pull um, off crazy. But Tony Collette, have you ever seen the, United, the show The United States of Terra, where she plays a, plays a schizophrenic? Yeah, I so have I not. haven't. So maybe yeah. if I... She's, she yeah. can play nuts. I do love Tony Collette, though. She's, she's, very, she's, yeah, very, she's, ver- she's very versatile, Tony yeah. Collette. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I can see it. I just, I don't have someone else. I don't have someone else in mind. So, you know, I don't have a better answer for that. I just, well, you know, with, with a young Miles but I love the Kendrick casting. I think the Kendrick casting is inspired. But I think that's what's dark about it, Marky, is the fact that they're high school sweethearts. You know, he's never been tested before. He gets tested. And again, I don't know what setting. Maybe I don't know if we're going to make her the boss or a coworker or whatever. That's things we can work oh, out. Down make the her the boss. It could be very, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, know commentary on sexual harassment. And, right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, I think Tony because Collette you want, you do sexy. want a modern contemporary spin to it, right? So yeah, exactly. That that could exactly. be that could be yeah. interesting. I think uh, it with works. the older woman, you know. I, I think it works. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it could be an Oscar-winning performance for Tony Collette as best as best actress. I really do. She's amazing. So yeah, she is very very versatile. I That's think she pitch. could she could do this. She could do this. That's well, my policy. But I think she would be the star, really, versus yeah. Teller That's fine. versus Glenn you know Close I mean? was the star. In, yeah, in, she really was. She really was. Right. Yeah, She's I don't think the, it's close. She was the most gifted a- actor in that film. Act Gary. So yeah, by far, yes, right? In, in the original it. Fatal Attraction, Glenn Close was the most gifted. Yeah, it's not talented even actor not even in the film, and she was the best performance in the film. No, hands down. Yeah, she was yeah. the most magnetic person in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Colette can carry a film, mm-hmm. definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah you, you, you have my vote, T.W. Yeah, you, you, you pick I, it up. I, pick I will. Up? I will consider it. Thank you for coming in. Um, <laughs> you'll hear back from us. Thank you. Thank no, you. I like it. DP, what do you think of it? Yeah, I'm in. I, I think this could be very, very good. Like you mm-hmm. said, uh, you give Tony Collette something to work with, and it, this could be Oscar material because she is excellent. And yeah, yeah. Miles Teller's great. So it, I, I, th- I, I would agree like this. And Anna I like Kendrick, it. I like it a lot. So bad for Anna Kendrick because she's so right? goddamn likable. Yeah, exactly. And thank you, AJ. I thought that was spot on as well for Anna Kendrick. That's, yeah. Uh, also just uh kind of dawned on me the balance that i guess this you probably already came across this idea uh, the balance that tony collette can do between normal sanity and insanity right right where she's can be this normal housewife mom and then Kind of like in hereditary, kind of like e- in, even um, with even with just facial expression though too. Yes, right? absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I mean. Expressions. I mean, if anybody, she mm. can really turn it up and just yeah, she has total control, like a like a master actor actress does, where she can just go off the fucking handle, and make individual face muscles twitch. So yeah, as far as yeah. like a psycho. <laughs> Like that, she would be, I think, really good. So basically, yeah. if I ever hit the lottery, like a big lottery, and I start a movie production company, this is the first one that, the, well, I mean, this is the first one that I'm going to propose we do. Yeah. I, and I like did you, you, you said at the, at, the, um, at the outset that this was your cookie cutter. Not cookie cutter. This is um, like, I'm not changing much about this one. I mean, we're not. Right. No, no, no. Right. You know, I don't. You know what? Sometimes um, 
being faithful to the original is not a bad thing. But honestly. just trying to do it, it's going to be tough to do yeah. it better, but trying to do it different, but at the same level. Just making yeah. nobody else has been able to but do. Maybe make it a little darker, like you said, and, contem- and contemporary. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. You know? That would be like nice. It. Yeah. I I'd guess that's a it. win for me, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. Our people about. will All be right. in touch with your people. Yeah. All right. So. Very good. All right. So you, yeah, we got one movie greenlit. Uh, hey, Marky, how you feeling? You wanna you wanna go next? I'm down, man. I'm ready. All right, let's hear it, Marky. So a lot like um, uh, TW's actual formula formula for tonight. I think I have the same. My first one, um, not necessarily a cookie cutter, but it is a reboot and something that isn't gonna need a lot of tweaking. Okay. And then my second pick is something that I'm uh, pretty excited about. So I'll save that one. Um, this first one, and I've, I got a little bit of a funny story of, behind this one that happened last weekend, but I'll get into the movie first. So this is going into my love of 80s and 90s action films, mm-hmm. over-the-top violence, you know, crazy, unnecessary explosions. I want a reboot of 1985's Commando, originally starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Mm -hmm. coming off of this hype train from Suicide Squad, I want Mr. John Cena to play John Matrix. He can pull that off. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, Arnold Schwarzenegger made it clear you don't have to be a great actor to be in this role, right? (laughs) No, that's right. You just need to be one of those swole gorillas. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Good John time. Cena's yeah. doing that right and now. And do the commando jump. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And he's, uh, you know, he he was. I, I feel like uh, like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock Johnson. He's John Cena himself. Is uh, the more projects he does, the he's starting to kind of find like a little bit of flavor, a little bit of voice. Agreed. Hundred you know I mean? percent. Yeah. He's I agree with better that. and better. I agree yeah. with yes. that one hundred percent. I so, love that casting. That's also inspired. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got a director picked out because, you know, I don't want to go crazy. The the original story is this uh, ex-Special Forces uh, soldier that's living the peaceful life with his daughter. Um, Somebody starts knocking off his ex-teammates and he gets pulled out of retirement to figure out who it is before he knows that his daughter's kidnapped. And there's this uh, military coup dictator and a Central American country that he's got to go help assassinate. And it's a ridiculous movie where he ends up fighting an army by himself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also taking out some of his uh, former teammates that have gone uh, turned into baddies. So for some side roles there, if you remember, yeah, who's going to play the Ray John Chung character. That mm-hmm. that was the uh, was he the um, that was the girl that was the girl the, the love, oh, interest. love interest yeah the love interest I picked Zazie Beats oh that. perfect okay that's cool perfect so cool. kind of keeping pick, in I'd line I picked Alyssa Milano just you know like growing Ugh. up <laughs> what she played the daughter she played the daughter she, she played the daughter bring her back now. bring her back Ugh. actually I'm kidding. I'm no actually I like that AJ Ugh. I think yeah, that's yeah. good I think that'd just be creepy don't like her. Alyssa Milano was the daughter in the original one. To yeah. bring her back as the love interest would yeah. be fitting and also John. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's um, going to play that other dude? Sully. 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 So, not, not, Sully. not Sully. Not Sully. The Bennett? guy at the the guy at the Bennett. 
Let us <laughs> Bennett. Steam Bennett. Oh, yeah. so you want you want to hear let that one? Yeah, let, let Mark let Marky lay I'm it sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I love I love Commando, Marky. Yeah. Just so you know, right, so, I don't know if you know this. I love Commando. I actually I don't know if I I did. Um, but you know the original actor to play Bennett and uh, Commando was this guy Vernon Wells. And from what I understand, he was a uh, like a substitute. Oh, he was an outfielder for the Blue Jays. Stop it! What? No. Not this guy. This guy was uh, he was in some of the original Mad Max movies. He okay. was in. All right. He was in like uh, uh, I don't know if it was uh, uh, Beyond Thunderdome or if it was um, the other one. But in, in any case, he is was he, a substitute. Is he Australian? He is, yeah, and he he's is, a yeah. very. If you guys remember from the original one, AJ, if you remember, he's like very kind of like ill-fitting. He's a he's a tall guy, and is is like a kind of big guy, but he's really fucking out of shape. Right, like like Schwarzenegger was so jacked in that film. Yeah. like the fight between them. I'm like, how does how is this even close right now? <laughs> so there's some story where Vernon Wells, the guy that plays Bennett, got the job because he was just there. Like there was, they already had somebody lined up to do it that was supposed to be this like monster dude compared to yeah. Arnold, and then what, for whatever reason that guy fell out. I don't even know who it was. And Vernon Wells just happened to be there. They're like, "Hey, you throw on the chainmail t shirt. You are now." Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but so my pick, my pick for Bennett is going back to what I think the original script was supposed to be—a real monster of a person. Brock Lesnar to John Cena, who I want as Bennett. I don't know if he's ever acted before. We'll just cut out all lines that Bennett's supposed to have. ADR, all of his dialogue. Yeah. I just want a, a, a real monster of a person in there. Um, for Soli, I've been um, throwing back and forth some ideas in my head of like, because I, re- I want like this like little rat face person, like the original dude. Um, played by David Patrick Kelly. He did that role so fucking good. Um, I was thinking about Charlie Day, but I like Charlie Day too much, but I think he could do it because you just want some like small, weaselly person. Mark, you know who just popped in my head? I know he's a bit older now, but David Spade. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Would you love to drop David Spade off the yeah. a fucking hey, balcony? Once hey, I Matrix. Li- I lied. <laughs> Matrix, you, remember you told me you killed me last? <laughs> I lied. Yes, Sully, I did. Yes, you said that. I lied. Um, so I've got a director and a writer picked out for here as well. Do it. Um, Do it. And I don't know if you guys will recognize the names. I'll say them first and fill you in if you don't. Uh, directed by Chad Stelheski and written by Derek Kolstad. The John Wick name. guys, right? Those that's the team behind John Wick. Col- okay. All right, yeah, yeah. Um, and the Derek Kolstad guy, he also wrote the uh, movie uh, Nobody with Bob Odenkirk recently. Perfect. Which I was able to catch uh three quarters of on the airplanes that I've been going all over the world in. It's been a lot of fun. I, I need to finish that one. Um, but I love Chad Stelhesky, the director, because he's actually a guy that's been making these. Yeah, I've mentioned on the podcast before, he's been making these action films where the shooters actually reload their guns and they, they seem like it's like a, you know, quote unquote, real firefight as opposed to, yeah, yeah as opposed to a six shooter, you know, revolver that has 30 fucking rounds in it, which, which would be a change for commando. Let's yes. Mm. I had nothing like that. Yes. Right. You know, for a minute I was debating on putting Michael Bay in there as the director. 
because I was just yeah. like, fuck it. No, this is space for explosions. Yeah. yeah, just go over the top. I do have, I want music done by Hans Zimmer. And I think I could probably just pick Hans Zimmer at all times. I want this movie to be epic. I want it to be more realistic, which is going to be silly with John Cena behind it. But, you know, I think Chad Stolhesky, Derek Kolstad coming strong off of John Wick and nobody. John Cena coming strong off of Suicide Squad. Zazie Beach just being on fire all the time. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great Maybe one. Maybe not Brock Lesnar. No, no one that. will take him seriously. We'll find some other big I think that's about The Rock. I think the Rock is the I think bad they're guy. I think they're both problematic. Um I think Rock's I think too likable. Yeah, and he's he's yeah, he's just too goddamn it's too hot. big. People want him to run for president for Christ's sakes. He's they yeah. gonna make him Bennett. Well, um, you know, the rock was the bad guy in that terrible Doom movie. Um and it threw people for a loop when he did end up being the bad guy. So that might even be a, a nice twist because you're expecting uh, Dwayne Johnson to, you know, be and that's what Bennett's character does through half the movie. He's, you know, this. What about Michael? Him. What about Michael Rooker? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, like I said, it's it's kind of I felt like in a little bit like TW space where I don't want to change a lot. I just love this movie. I want to see it updated. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see what's hot right now and remake it. It's it's just a fun full octane movie let's do it again right so as you're learning tonight marky i'm a commando fan um you are keeping it faithful are you looking to hit some of those same beats with like the major catchphrases the lines 100 percent. you cannot look at the movie you look at vicina to deliver those like yeah those those lines there because i you know he's a good casting choice for um, something like this, yes. Um, because I was he's definitely that. got more chops than Schwarzenegger did when he did this. I film. think so. Yeah, this was you know? Schwarzenegger. Was this is 1985? Schwarzenegger's coming off of uh, you know Mr. Mr. Olympia, Olympia. Yeah. not by but a few years, four or five years. Oh you know, yeah. So he's still swole as fuck, and yeah, he's he doesn't <laughs> have his opting chops down. John Cena is already had a, a handful of movies under his belt, but oh was, yeah, when thinking about this i was picturing him holding some unnamed person over the yeah. cliff and just saying that delivering that line i lied and I lied. Just dropping him off so yeah so many good liners you know ep- epitome of 80s action film the original you get line. like a theater full of people hearing that line i think that that's a winner mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a winner <laughs> I, I like it i i think uh like I say, if we keep kind of the side characters, you don't have two biggest stars. Uh, you know, you can keep the 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 cost down. Mm-hmm. I think this could make some money. Yeah, yeah. John John Cena alone is going to sell some tickets, and the fact that it's Commando is going to sell some tickets. I like this. I I, I think this could work. I, I I'm a fan. I, I'm on board. Um. Yeah. I I think a couple. Uh, I wouldn't go with Lesnar. I don't think he could act. And at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't uh, even know. And then for a minute, I was like, I was like, maybe you go with Dave Batista. But then I'm like, Wait no, a he's I even mean, too I mean, big now. Yeah. And, and like, mm. and, but at the same time, it's like they've already wrestled a million matches against each other. So anybody who watches, wrestling I think, be, I like, think if you get like a decent, like action movie character actor, like, I think you're OK there. Yeah. Like, who's the guy? What's I forget the guy. need to overthink that, it. That plays. Um. The guy, uh, oh my god, um, oh, the, in the boys, what's his name? The 
the the main Carl villain. Urban. No, the um the guy with the, the, the main villain. Yeah, Homelander. The, Homeland. Oh, Homelander. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. A guy like yeah, that. You know? Star. Yeah. Well, so my my idea, my thought process process behind it was, um, you know, John Cena being the Caucasian gorilla that he is, I wanted to have somebody that's his nemesis be even bigger than he is. So it's like a real fight at the end because okay. in the original movie, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger versus this guy Bennett, and Bennett is this wiry armed flabby out of shape dude and he's throwing yeah. arnold all over the place like i want like somebody that actually looks like he's whooping the shit off out of john cena the what i think he was called the mountain in a uh, game of thrones that gigantic oh, dude half thor bjornson yes mm-hmm. again he he's not too big of a star and he barely he's English. done some acting you know, maybe he could. He yeah, could and, that role. and by the way, I think Cena actually. I know he's, you know, he he's definitely done a lot more comedic stuff other than like when he did the Marine. But you know, he did the. Oh no, but he did Blockers, which was a funny movie. Right, mm-hmm. he does a lot of comedic yeah, stuff. His, but I, his I, funny I, ones are his hits. No, but yeah. I think I think he can die. I think the the good thing with him is he can dial it down into a serious role. But be good enough, like with the comedic timing and the one-liners, which make Commando so. I, think, Sui- I right. think Suicide Squad proved that. Yes. Yeah, he made sure. so many dick face comments in that. It's, yeah. it's, it's so good. But, it's great um, timing. Yeah. No, his good timing. Delivery. Yeah, his timing is 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 impeccable. Um, no, I think I think he works in that role. I I, I like mm-hmm. this. I think if we're just talking about if if I'm putting on my you know movie producer executive producer executive hat. Um, I think this is something that makes a ton of money. Is it going to be featured at the fucking Oscars? No, of course not. That's not the point of it. It's supposed to make money and entertain yeah. people. And I think this has the potential to do that. So, all right, uh, let me weigh in. Uh, um, I think Commando, a Commando reboot works for me because I love Commando. And I think that you, taking John Cena and putting him in the lead role is, is a brilliant move because he is, uh, hot right now and he can pull this off and he's got like you said that good timing that he he i think he just works for this and he and looks behind, good he looks and i don't i don't care about i don't care about any of the other casting choices like you yeah. can yeah. figure that out i think him in the front of it because that's all anybody's going to see or care well, about it's right? also that works the, the right director and the right writer to give him the right lines yeah because he's John Cena, I haven't seen him. I've seen trailers of these things that he's been paid to be in and lead roles that he's been paid to be in. And it's just kind of, you know, oh man, what are you doing? But, right. you know, man's got to work, man's got to make money, do but what he, you do. But, but he's, he's um, coming into like sort of his own now with, I think so. Uh, you know, he's so, kind of found his like lane, you know, and I think I want, it's the right lane for him. I want to tell a quick story too. So I was out last weekend, it was Sam's birthday. We went out drinking on the town. We had a babysitter. This is the first time we had actually been out drinking like that in a long time. I had a little bit too much to drink in the night. We're waiting, for, <laughs> we're waiting for an Uber. And one of Sam's friends trying to talk to me about the podcast. She's like, how's the podcast going? And I was like, I don't know. Good. <laughs> Apparently, I heard this story later, by the way. I don't remember it. Apparently, I was being rude and short. And she's like, what do you guys do? I was like, review movies and stuff. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, what do you like to talk about? I was like, I don't know, Commando. And like, I just like blew her off. <laughs> and then so I'm talking to Sam in the car later. And I'm telling her about tonight's topic. And I'm like, yeah, we're doing this uh, remake or reboot 
kind of idea. And I think I'm going to do commando. And she starts busting out laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing at? She's like, when you were drunk the other night, you rudely told Sharon that the movie that you just want to talk about is commando. I was like, <laughs> so apparently in my drunken subconscious, that's all I, that's the movie that I go love to. Yeah. Makes, oh, well, fucking awesome. makes perfect sense. I love it. And if we're talking about, uh, who's on board i'm on board for this reboot i don't know about you guys yeah i'm I in i like it seen as the star i'm on board yeah, it works. yeah he's nice. hot he's hot it's a good time to strike mm-hmm. so, yeah yeah absolutely yep i so, like seeing it with on this yeah so all right marky get a green light on that one unlimited budget i assume of course. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the budget. budget. <laughs> when it comes to explosions, yes. When it comes to... No. Yeah. All right, boys. So it, it's time to get down to it. It's time to find out what AJ's first pitch is. <laughs> He's already panicking. I, 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 no, I am panicking because my first... Yeah, it's my, time. It's look, time, my, AJ. Look, my first pick is... It, it may not be a film that you guys have seen before. So it's like, that's fine. I'm getting into like a weird category. Like, how can you guys green light something if you don't know the Sell film? It, baby? Sell it. All right. So I I am the number one movie guy in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So true. If you, I am also considered by many to be a bit of a movie snob. It's true. This is true. Um, yes. But I am also a big, uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock fan. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So they they've people have tried on to various degrees of of success to um to remake or redo his stuff. Someone I guess I think Gus Van Sant did uh, a redo Psycho. of Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. It's and uh, yeah, it's not good. Um, and they did it, the TV show Bates Motel, whatever, and then. Uh, there was another one they tried to do that was not that successful, but I want to do another one. Okay. Okay. I want to do one. That's one of the, one of my favorite Hitchcock films and it's a small film. It's got a, like, it's not a huge cast. It's like a single location shoot. The original one is, and I just have the right director. I just think it's the right time mm-hmm. for this director to lean into something Hitchcock like this and to do something like this. So the movie I want to redo remake is called Rear Window. Mm-hmm. Okay. It stars Jimmy Stewart and Grace mm-hmm. Kelly. And uh, Jimmy Stewart plays this guy who broke his leg. He was a photographer. He broke his leg. He's holed up in his apartment. And all throughout the day, he just looks out on his neighbors and just like a peeping Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and then one day he thinks he sees his neighbor uh, potentially disposing of his wife, like, you know, doing away with his wife and disposing of his body. And Grace Kelly plays his uh, girlfriend and she is amazing in the film. I just fucking love her. I think she's so good in it. Um, And it's just, it's such a well done. And Hitchcock did a lot of like, um, different techniques with this film. Like, like he was someone who pioneered a lot of different things. And this single location shoot that he did for this was just so well done and gorgeous. And I just love it. And it's just, the payoff is amazing in it. And it's just such a great film. So I want to put this in the hands of 
So the master of suspense, Hitchcock, I want to put this in the hands of someone that I think just knows suspense. And he's an up-and-coming director, and we talked about him last week. And I think Jordan Peele would just absolutely kill it as a director of a Hitchcock film. And I think this is the film to do it. I was debating between this and a movie called Shadow of a Doubt, um, but I, I want to lean into this one a little bit. It's a small film. It's a smaller cast. It's not nothing crazy, like, mm-hmm. um, but it's all about the character work and, um, and the mood and the tension, which I think uh, Peel can do. And I want the two leads, the Jimmy Stewart, um, Grace Kelly leads to be played by Oscar Isaac and Carrie Mulligan. Nice. And I just, I think it would just work so well, those two together. Yeah. And I just think it would just, those two, especially Oscar Isaac, I don't know. I just, he can do anything. He can, do he can but I, he can. But when I was watching the movie the other day, I rewatched it just to have some like inspiration. I see Jimmy Stewart sitting in that wheelchair, like pulling out his binoculars and being like peeping on his neighbors. And stuff. I see Oscar Isaac in that room, mm-hmm. and I think they should use like the same set. I don't think it should be a shot for shot. I think it should be contemporary. But mm-hmm. I think that the room should have some kind of nostalgia to it. And the and 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 that city block, like that little area with all the apartments, it should have some nostalgia to it, but it should be, you know, contemporary sensibilities and 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 etc. And I, that's my pitch. I love it. I actually like it, AJ. I haven't honestly, I haven't seen Rear Window in twenty years, probably. Um, but I remember loving it. And first of all, Jordan Peele, he could. I don't care what he does. I will watch it. I'm a fan. Like uh, he's, he can do anything and Oscar Isaac can do anything. And I love Carrie Mulligan. I think she's super underrated. Um, It works for me. Um, I I think, you know, there's going to be a lot. Audiences these days are very, very different than what they were when, when this movie first came out. So you're going to need to find a way to kind of ratchet up the key people because it, it's, it's a very slow burn. In, in It the- is. It totally is. I was watching it um, and, and I was like, yeah, this movie, you got to be patient with. You got to yeah. stick with it. And that's you got to pay attention to the characters. That's the problem but I case. think Jordan Peele has this innate ability to yeah. keep you glued to the well, screen. It was watching actually, for the next thing that happens. Yeah. When I re-listened to the, the podcast from last week, DP made a good point when we were talking about Get Out where he does this thing where he like he like brings it up and brings it up and brings it up and then does something kind of silly and takes it down a little bit and then brings it back up and brings it back up. He has a really good way of doing that. So he's going to need to find a way to keep the audience glued because these days, if it's, yeah, if it's boring at the beginning or there's anything where people think it's boring and they're not getting the art that's really going on, they're just going to fucking turn it off. So I think, you know, I think you pick the right guy to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. To keep the, to keep the, um, the tension ratcheted up because Mm -hmm. Rear wind, and, and you know what? By the way, rear window has like some kind of like uh, light-hearted moments to it, and yeah. Peel does that in his films too. You, oh yeah, he brings humor to it. Yeah, uh, where 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 it should be, and it's smart, and he places it well. And I think Hitchcock placed the humor and the and also by the way, the chemistry between Jimmy Stewart and uh, and Grace Kelly is is amazing. It's magnetic. It's awesome. And I think like that's what Peel's like that's what his job will be to do the things that he does best and to bring those two leads to get you know to get that chemistry out of them. Yeah. 
Would you, and I think, uh, and I, and I think I can, especially like I like the Carrie Mulligan. I don't want her to play the Grace Kelly character in the same way. I want her to play it in sort of like a promising young woman way with a little bit of an edge to it, because in the film she plays a little bit of a Nancy Drew like to like little detective girl like she does the whole thing but i want carrie mulligan to play it with a little more of an edge and i think that would work really well would you tap uh jordan teal to also write the movie or do you have a separate writer and no he he would write it yeah yeah same as he does with his previous films i think he's a great writer yeah i agree he should write it yeah well the idea of jordan peele remaking just about any Hitchcock film, I think, is a fantastic idea, and that's a great one to pick. As that is a good story. Yeah, and I had like, like I said, I had that and another film in mind. Um, Shadow of a Doubt was the other one. That's about this um, this a uh, guy who's um, who goes and visits his family in California, and his niece starts to like detect that he's possibly a serial killer mm-hmm. so that could have been a good premise for a appeal film yeah no, I, like but, the, I, I like the rear window reboot i think it's i think yeah. it works yeah wasn't there a shia labeouf remake of that movie am i thinking of something different yes um uh um it, it, it's it's ish it's it's rear window ish it's called um oh my god Right, the, isn't he like also handicapped to a degree with he, like no, a telescope he's under or arrest. something? He's on he's on ho- he's on house arrest. It's called but like he, yeah. it's not suburb. It's um, it's that's gonna drive me nuts. But yeah, he basically he plays um a, a guy who got arrested and he's at his house on house arrest and he's got like the anklet and everything and he sees his neighbor kill somebody. Um, I, and I, he's I'm, got like a telescope or something and he's watching them. Disturbia. That's what it is. Ah, um, it, oh, that's I an actually, older I film, actually, right? I actually like that movie. I think it was like 2005, 2007. I think it's a, a fairly yeah. young 2007. Shia yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I actually like it. It didn't get reviewed very well, but I like Disturbia. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is in it. Um, the girl, but it's got a similar premise, right? But it's not based so. on. It's not yeah. based on that film, right? The bad guy is David Morse. Um, it's it, it's good, it, but it's got a oh, similar. I like thing. I like him. I yeah, like where, him. Where as he's the just villain. chilling and he, and he sees what he believes he thinks his neighbor is is a is a serial Murder. killer. Yeah. So there was another film that Amy Adams was in recently on Netflix that received terrible reviews, um, which has a somewhat similar premise, but it's not based on Rear Window. I'm looking for a remake of Rear Window, okay. done by Jordan Peele. I like that. Based on the the Hitchcock film. All right, yeah. so AJ, I will I think say that's this. A hit, man. It, it, yeah, in my in my in my final analysis, I will say Jordan Peele is always going to be a winner in 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 the movie industry, no matter what he does. Mm-hmm. So that that works. The cast works. I'm not sure if this is a movie that's going to make billions of dollars, but it'll definitely be there come Oscar season. Uh, and that's really important for studios. As yeah, well. I think it's artistic. Like I think yeah. it can be artistic. I think he, yeah. Jordan Peele can shine in the writing side of yeah. it. Yep. And I, and and by the way, in the cinematography of this film, yeah. I think things can I be think, done really I think well. It works. And and if we're talking budget wise, uh, you're you really only have to pay the actors. You don't mm-hmm. really need a lot other than that. So I don't know. I'm, on, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. DP, Sweet. DP you, you've been quiet on this one. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to talk yet. Uh I, I gotta say, so like remaking any Hitchcock movie is 
biting off a lot. Like it ballsy. is, it is, it is. But if you're gonna, I thought it, about that. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, Jordan Peele is the one for sure. Like I can't think of anyone else that could handle it any mm-hmm. better than Jordan Peele. And I love the cast. Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac, Carrie Mulligan, awesome. Um, yeah, I'd green light this one in a second. Oh my god, I, I think this is fucking amazing. Yeah. This is great a idea. great idea. All right, I'm, I'm, great I'm, idea. Jump, I'm jumping. I would go right see now. this. Yeah, I yeah. would go see this movie. I would too. Yeah. I would love that. I, I mean, DP, yeah. you're right. Did, didn't uh, didn't they reboot a Hitchcock that Johnny Depp was in when he's like a writer, like in the middle of nowhere writing, and he uh, oh, was yeah. Secret, secret, secret window. window. That, yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. that was that's, Hitchcock. That's a Stephen King. Okay, sorry, sorry, guys. Okay. Sorry, maybe that, I was, that, 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 that yeah. was the John Turturro was in it. Too. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was kind of right for me. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't know. It's it very weird. Stephen King and John definitely Depp. weird. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Anyway, anyway, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah no, I like yeah. it. I think it's, I think no, it's a good idea. Like DP and TW said, I want this movie. I would love yeah. to see the movie Jordan council Peele. production company is off to a great yeah. start here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing like something small. Like I just want to start small here. Not that Peel is small time. Like the guys won an Oscar for writing. Yeah. AJ, maybe you should be like a, a set a set assistant. You know, like un, underneath, like the assistant director for Jordan Peel or assistant nice. to the director. Right. That would probably be better. That makes more <laughs> sense, actually. So. Yeah. I'm happy to so, do yeah, it. Right. Happy to do I it. I like it. No, I like it, AJ. Stop doubting yourself. That's, that's a great one. That yeah. that is absolutely. Let's green light that and get that movie. No, going. if you told that's, me that movie, awesome. if you told me that movie was available right now, I would shut you guys down and go watch it yeah yeah nice absolutely nice right. thanks marky yeah the, oh. i uh i <laughs> love i love me some hitchcock man great yeah. so turns out i should have saved aj for last so now <laughs> yeah. i, I, I uh, gotta follow you, that one shit. with, with, with my pitch although still i gotta say i like my pitch i, I think okay. this Hit this me. could be like a fucking tent pole uh you know big time summer blockbuster movie Okay. We do a remake of 1984's The Last Starfighter. I, I had a feeling you were going with this. Dude, this I had a movie. Feeling. It, it's one of those movies that, like, uh, you don't know a single one of the actors or the director. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, it seemed to be like a small budget, real, like, nobody movie, but it was fantastic. And, like, I mean, to this day, it still kind of holds up. But, I think it could really use an update. We can uh, so instead of the stand-up arcade game. So, which by the way, if you don't know the movie, The Last Starfighter, it's uh, about this kid who lives like in a trailer park, and there's this arcade game there called The Last Starfighter. He plays it and gets really, really good, and like breaks the all-time high-score record. But it turns out the arcade machine was really like a testing device from these aliens that Almost were looking like a- for someone to be uh, like a starfighter mm. pilot and come help them in their war. It's such a good movie. Almost like yeah, so Ender's good. Game. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say that sounds a lot like Ender's Game. It, it, much like Ender's Game, yeah. So uh, again, like uh, we, we update it instead of like an arcade machine, maybe it's like a VR headset yeah. type thing, right? Yes. And so that way the person that's really good at it also shows they have like physical skills. Right, 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 right. And then we make a real stylized action movie and we have Matthew Vaughn direct it 
If you guys aren't familiar with Matthew mm. Vaughn, he's a guy he did uh kick ass. Oh and man. more recently, he's a guy that does the the Kingsman movies. Okay. Or Kingsman the Secret Service. Very uh, fun. Yep. Yep. Golden Circle, not as good, but Secret Service is fucking awesome. It action is. wise, the the way he directs action is just so fun. And I think with an update of this movie, we'd need some like uh younger actors, uh, you know. Uh, there's like this kid who's in uh, the TV show Titans, uh, who plays Jason Todd. His name's Curran Walters, fucking very like, you know, magnetic young actor that's like good at action. I could totally see him in this role. Uh, this other kid, oh, what's his name? Bah, bah, bah. Jordan Fisher, who was on uh, The Flash this season. He played The Flash's son, Bart. Who came back from the future, but you know, young kid, really talented, really cool. And I'm thinking, so in the last Star Rider, there's this alien that shows up to recruit him, older guy. Yeah, I love that guy. Right. I'm thinking, right, to kind of give some sci-fi cred to the movie. We have Jonathan Frakes, who played William Riker in Star Trek play this old guy that comes back and oh, recruits the yeah, kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's William always, that's, Riker. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. always a smart move. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you bring in the Star Trek fans with Riker. You, you bring in the action fans by having Matthew Vaughn. And it's such a it's such a great story. It's such a fun, like, you know, kind of reach for the stars and actually get to the stars story. I love The Last Starfighter. I loved it, I too. I would love to see a remake of it. What do you guys think? TP, let me I, I, I'm, I'm actually yeah. in on it. Let me ask a quick I, question, though. Are you concerned at all about lack of star power? Uh, a little bit. But again... I'm like, not saying uh, it's always necessary. I'm not saying that. Right. I, I'm sure some of the side roles you can get some bigger people, but like when uh, Kick-Ass came out, there was no star power. True. But Matthew Vaughn was so good, he made it work. Uh, Kingsman was a little bit of star power, but again, it was Taron Edgerton who, at that time, wasn't very big. Yeah, but do, don't you think became big because of it? Yeah, don't you think like during the marketing of the film, you're gonna say from the director of Kingsman and Kick Ass? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna get people to understand. Yeah, I think you can sell uh, it with Matthew what type Vaughn. of yeah, what type of film you're doing mm-hmm. when you start to throw. Uh, those particular names out, and I think it's going to appeal to. I love the last Starfighter. Obviously, it appeals Dude, to awesome. me as a kid when I, in, you know, when I was young. But I've seen that movie so many times; it's ridiculous. And I love uh, the nostalgia factor, and I love mm-hmm. um, the potential for like a for like a current gen, you know, uh, version of it. Yes. So, you know, but- I love that. I love that. Yeah. Marky, have you even ever seen The Last Starfighter? I think it's probably a little before your time. Yeah, so uh, maybe you said 1984? Yeah. Um, came out a couple years before I was born. But that, I, I, have, not, I have not seen it, but that movie, <laughs> I, I want to go watch it now. That movie sounds oh, you like would love it. Dude, it's right yeah. up your alley. Yeah, it yeah. sounds it's... exactly like right up my alley. Put it this way, it's got a bit of a cult following now. I was going to say that, JP. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like they so, I think it, I think the marketing should lean into stuff like that. Yeah, they, they show it at the Alamo Draft House and stuff. It's like one of those kind of hipster movies that are like big hey, right yeah. now. Hmm. So 
you, you capitalize on that and you update it. I, I, I think you could get something with this. I so like it. I love that idea. As you were talking about uh, the plot for that movie that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen, there's this TV show. Uh, I forget where it originally aired, but I think it's available on Hulu. It's called Future Man. And hmm. it, it's, it's a comedy. I've heard of it. Dude, it's hilarious. It's the star is uh, Josh Hutcherson, the kid from. Um, oh yeah. Uh, what's the uh, the famous trilogy of movies with um, the hunting shit? Uh, you know Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Thank you. Um, it's also got Haley Joel Osment in it, and hmm. <laughs> these random people that you would recognize when you, when you saw them. It's a, but the plot is that where this kid gets good at a video game. And mm-hmm. once he beats it, he gets recruited by these people from the future. And it's the yeah. movie is produced by Seth or the show, sorry, is produced by Seth Rogen. Right, right. And it's a comedy, but you know he grew up with that shit because that's what they mm-hmm. they're writing into this. DPI, absolutely. I, I, I will say, if we're looking for like how much money we can make in a movie like this, the cult following that you're talking about, the overwhelming mm-hmm. majority of them are now adults, right? Older, well, adults. older they're, they're adults. adults. But that's yeah. what I mean. That's a good thing because older adults have money. They're going to bring their kids to see it too. Exactly. So that's a whole family exactly. outing. Right. Know? They're going to yeah. bring another generation with them to the theater. Yeah. Right. Yep. 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 Yes, son. Yeah. This movie would back in the day when I was a kid, yeah. Last Starfighter was the jam. And now they're making the new one. We got to go see it. You know? Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. I love I like that. It. It's, just, it's, it's just one of those things. It like, I, I think we could pull it off and it would be great, but it's one of those things that's like, I love that movie so much. It's like, do we get concerned that it can be ruined if this sucks? You know? No, hey. no. It came yeah. out in You've got to be really careful with this. You have to be very, it, very it, careful. It's very true. So it, it, it is tough. You, you do walk right, that line, it, but... Because it, it could be... Yeah, it does have a line there. Because it, it, could be, it, it could, because it could be Rocky 2 or it could be Super uh. Troopers 2. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. You don't know. Right. Right. So, I, I, I like think, but, but, but I like the premise and I like, uh, I like the, um, um, uh, you know, the, the approach to it. So, yeah. yeah. And it's such a cult classic. It's such a goal. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think especially now. And I like the ambition. Like I like now you can make it such a beautiful film. It was beautiful back then. Right. Yeah. And now right. I know. Yeah, with, yeah. with the special effects you have now. So it'd be kind of dependent as long as you got enough budget, the yeah. effects you could put into this movie could turn it into like, and yeah, I think, I think awesome. it, and I think you need those beats, like those feel good moments. Like uh, yeah. you mm-hmm. need to be able to capture that. Yeah, the cheesiness is actually okay in a movie like yeah. this. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sells tickets, baby. Sells yeah, if merch. you remember like the original, it was like like the little kid who looked up to him and because he became the last starfighter, he, you know, empowered this little kid. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, there's all these, yeah, like warm moments and there's warm nothing wrong with that. in the movie. Right, but I think you no need. Sell. Yeah, no you sell. need that. You need, you need that. You need that. And you need it in in the in the reboot too. Yeah, for sure. So, just out of curiosity, um, as a history lesson, the last Starfighter was that the original movie, not uh, DP's standout remake. The original one was that written on a book or anything? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I was Google just curious shit, because baby. yeah, I'm trying to look it up now. I was just curious because I mean the movie released in 1984. 
I think Ender's Game came out also in the early eighties. It's um, a, it's a little it's a, di- a different premise. It is degree, right. Ender's Game is a different premise. Yeah. He was Ender was groomed to do mm-hmm. what he was yes. doing. You know what I mean? Yes, he just didn't. He just didn't realize what he was doing. Right, but he was always being groomed for that. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's from so quick, Jump Street. Uh-huh. A, a quick search. The the guy who wrote it uh, was he was a novelist, but then one of his novels got made into a screenplay, and he saw gotcha. how much money was there. Mm-hmm. And so he yeah. started writing screenplays. Kind like of Alex, oh yeah, the last Starfighter was Alex Garland. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who, who I will be mentioning tonight at some point. I almost mentioned Ooh. him, but I, I don't. Just so you know, I, I thought about him at one at one point. Very interesting. But, uh, All right, so quick, uh, the three you guys green lighten the last Starfighter. Absolutely, remake. I'm in. I'm in for it. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I'm um, I'm um, I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. Big fan. You know, at I. I I am 100% on board, but at some point tonight, I'm kind of hoping that there's a project that comes across our desk that can be like, you know, no, no, get get the fuck out of here. Get that, get that weak ass shit out of here. I know. (laughs) So I doubt. Well, uh, let's find out if there's one. Marky, you get to go now. We're going to switch up the order a little bit. And okay. Actually, just mentioned you're going to say Alex Garland's name. And hey, DP, real quick, can I just, Mm -hmm. can I just actually, Pitch one for like 30 seconds just so you guys can tell me to go Quick, fuck myself. Uh, elevator sure. pitch. Let's hear it. Yeah, just just pitch it just just because I know because I would tell myself to go fuck myself over this mm-hmm. one. Hey guys, we my should... name's Tim Sherry. Like yeah, right, go. Yeah, you, got, right. you got 30 seconds. Yeah, we should uh reboot a movie from 1994 that the acting is just meh, the storytelling is just meh, the fucking uh drama is just meh. We should reboot 1994 once we're warriors right oh, get the fuck out of here <laughs> get, all right yeah we got our get the fuck out of here that's you, a fucking vault hey, movie. D- that's- dp 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 cut that shit out cut that that's shit out i just wanted if, you guys to get it out of your system tell me if go we're riding on an elevator i'm hitting the emergency stop button <laughs> and i'm and then murdering me on that fucking floor you are leaving cut 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 that from the podcast. I just, I just <laughs> wanted you guys to be able to tell me to go fuck myself. All right, you feel better now? Yeah, yeah. go fuck yourself. Much, yeah, okay. much better. That, yes, that it's very man. Thank you. you know, lots of warriors <laughs> didn't hit you in the heartstrings at all. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, that brings up a good point. Um, if, don't, uh, don't piss on the sanctity of the vault. <laughs> if, if you're ready for me to get into the next one, that's, yes, that's do that it. Kind of act, um, Gary. Well, first, DP to um, act, Marky to. Uh, temper your anticipation mm-hmm. uh my alex garland shout out is is on my third pick which is you know if we do it oh, okay. later on that's yeah, it's, it's might be okay. two podcasts yeah <laughs> so but going into my second pick and what tw was saying reminded me kind of i did have some difficulty this week coming up with some picks um i forgot about a spinoff idea that would have been good but i don't know how much it would have helped me when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about remakes or reboots or sequels. And when going back and really thinking about that, I didn't want to remake or put a sequel to the movies that I love because the original, you know, either did, you know, I don't, I don't want to taint the original. There's Mm -hmm. always that possibility. Yes. Yeah. So this second idea of mine i got here over dinner tonight with my wife 
uh, I had to spitball some ideas back and forth because I was struggling a little bit. She helped me get here. And um, this is going to be Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Now, <laughs> okay, let me finish. Let me finish. You want to you want to know who Mr. Smith is? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> let me finish. Mr. Okay, Smith finish. is Danny McBride. The director oh, is David Gordon Green. It's written by Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen. The rest of the cast consists of James Franco, Michael Sarah, Craig Robinson, Seth Rogen, right. Jay Baruchel, Martin Starr, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill. I want to do a remake of the original Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, but let David Gordon Green, Evan Goldberg, and Seth Rogen just rip it apart and inject their just over-the-top, crazy, just stupid humor into it. Mm -hmm. Danny McBride as the naive Mr. Smith uh, coming in as the senator that fills in the spot, right? Uh, he, he is from the South. Keep the accent. Have him come in there as like this almost bumbling new senator. James Franco as this sleazy seasoned senator michael sarah as like the andrew cuomo pervert senator and i the nipple clamps <laughs> i feel like this movie could be just as funny and entertaining as it could be informative because i don't know about you guys but we had to watch mr smith goes to washington in grade school that was one of the things that they make us watch like in uh at some point you guys never did that no no, no? no. That was I was talking to Sam about it, and a lot of people I've known like that was uh, at some point maybe it was like a substitute teacher or some shit. Everybody had to watch that movie at some point, you know. And it's it is dated, and it's kind of torturous to make kids watch a movie that's that old, um, especially when your attention span is that short. But it does teach you a thing or two about how you know, a, a little bit of our political system, how it works with all these assholes in the Senate. Why not make the movie entertaining and funny as it is informative? David Gordon Green, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, you know, those are the guys behind uh, Pineapple Express. Um, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen, they're behind the interview. Um, this is the end. Super silly movies. They've got this... Invincible? Yeah, the animated series. They, they're no the shit. executive producers on that. Oh, okay. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Rogan show. was the voice of the, the one-eyed dude right. that he talked yeah, to yeah. on Moon. In space. Yeah. Where, else is your head, where, where else is your brain located? <laughs> Fantastic show. All right. So it, 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 can I weigh in? Please. Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of uh, affirmation from you guys. I'm getting, yeah, this, a little, I'm, this, get, I'm getting some cold sweats if I'm no, honest. Well, uh, so this, this is the is first it hot one, in here? This is the first one I'm not, <laughs> I'm not excited about only because, first of all, I, I, it's been ages since I've seen it. I have seen it, but it was, I mean, maybe college. I, I, I don't remember. So I did take a bunch of film classes in college. I think I watched it then. Um, I didn't love it. Um, again, yeah, it's, it's a movie from 19, oh. it's from like the 1930s. Like, I mean, it's, it's yeah. an old, old movie, but. Um, if they were going to redo it, first of all, I think your casting choice of Danny McBride is brilliant. I mean, I think that's perfect. Um, I think the problem is we're falling into a territory where basically making a sequel to this is the end because you just, 
not in storyline, but it's the same exact cast. It's everything. It's yeah. you know, all uh-huh. those same guys. I think we, if we're going to do it, we need to change it up a little bit. Uh, those guys are all obviously like hilarious, but I think one movie with all of them together is more than enough. Uh, I I don't want to see them all again together. I don't know. I loved Pineapple Express and This Is the End. I I like them together. Uh, yeah, but I, that, but uh, I mean, with with all of them also in Pineapple Express, I've only seen that once. Uh, Dan McBride, James Franco, Seth Rogen. Um, yeah, there's a Craig you know, Robinson. It doesn't, I mean, no, uh, no, Craig yeah, Robinson. Craig Robinson is, yes. is in it. Okay, yeah. it's been he's a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Craig Robinson is fucking awesome. He oh, he's yeah. great. He's always <laughs> great. But I don't know. Mister Folgers. I, I think I think if you scale it back to the drawing board, Danny McBride as Mr. Smith goes to Washington, I think it works. I think there might need to be some work done on the on the rest of the cast and the the director and the the writer. I, I again, I might be in the minority here. I'm just I'm just throwing that out. I I I've never actually seen the original, so I don't. It's been a long time. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I you know what I do know is you know like you said like this idiot becomes like a senator or something yeah it's like a fill-in position um the, the only problem i see with like with in today's political climate yeah, it's it's gonna be like it, half the people love it and half the people hate it sure and you know They'll probably be depending on which way it. you go well, you know me, you're only gonna get you half this. the audience um have any of you guys seen the movie the campaign with will yes. ferrell yes. and uh zach galifianakis yes that I'm wasn't not, widely no. well received when it came out. It's hilarious, but it is, it is, it? Okay. It is uh, to a degree somewhat accurate of the political system. Zach Galifianakis is running for uh, congressman, I believe. Yes. Like of North Carolina. Yep. And he's like truly believes in his state and what he wants to run for. And Will Ferrell plays this character that's been like this uh, longstanding congressman that's done jack shit and just gets paid by all the, uh, you know, big companies and there's there's even um like fictitious coke brothers in the movie i think they call them like the Mm mach brothers or something like that so i mean it's kind of it's a it's a comedy but it's also creepily relevant or real to how some of the political system works it's true it's true that is actually a very funny movie i do recommend it um Mm -hmm. I, you guys can say whatever you want. I'm going to say my piece on this one, um, kind of like we were talking about earlier. Marky, we love you. Okay, mm-hmm. We think you're great. I just don't think this is the right timing for this type of movie. <laughs> so I'm going to pass on this one. Okay, But we love you. We think you're great. Come back with something else. Okay? Wow. Good luck, kid. <laughs> wow. That's my movie. I, exactly. That's that's why I walk away. I'm like, it went good. It went good. I don't, I <laughs> they think like so. me. I think so. Like I feel good about myself, but I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> so I'll weigh in. Um, I've never seen Mrs. Smith goes to Washington. Mm. I I know I know it's a. It's worth a watch, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know it's a, a well known and renowned film. Frank Frank Capra movie. I mean, it's right, right, right. I I get that. Um, but I'm kind of leaning on that side where I'm like, do we want to see all these guys in something else again? Mm-hmm. And I got to ask you, Marky. Yeah. Why did you take that group of guys who've done some things together, right? Like mm-hmm. Pineapple Express and um, what was the other one we 
the end. This is the end. This is the end, which I've not seen. The interview. hilarious. Which I've not seen. The interview is great. And the interview, which I've not seen. It is great. Why? Like, I understand why you put those guys together because they've done all that stuff. Well, the, they oh. are a group of friends that work together. Right. Right. So I understand why that was the collaboration. Mm-hmm. But why was it that the collaboration with this, this particular re- remake? Yeah. Well, I think that it goes back to how I was forced to watch this in high school. And so for me, you know, like you guys yeah. were mentioning, like the last Starfighter, it's a, it's a callback to, you know, like the nostalgia. Um, this obviously the Mr. Smith goes to Washington is much earlier, way before our times, but it was something I thought right. that everybody had in their uh, high school time. Like it was forced upon you. Okay. So for that, yeah. you know, I, I thought we would have had some common ground on it and the movie is bland. Like those movies are of that time to us now. So I thought it would be fun to have it interjected with just like this raunchy raw comedy with a new flair of how like the political com- climate is with a is, Andrew Cuomo type character played by Michael Sarah. So it's a Frank Capra movie. Is it a comedy? Mr. Smith? No, Coast no, it's very serious. It's very serious. Yeah, but the premise mm-hmm. is silly. You know, they flip a coin. That's how he ends up. It's just it's ridiculous, but it's yeah. but the actual the way it plays out is serious, right? Yeah, it should it should have been a comedy, but it's I, you know at the time maybe it was. It, yeah, it should have. Okay, but it reeks Fair of enough. depression era film. Fair enough. Again, we love you. <laughs> we think you're very talented. Okay, mm-hmm. come back with something else, DP. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah. Again, I. I do like those guys together. I, I, that's not my issue with it. Mm. Um, like, like, dude, Sausage Party. Have you guys seen Sausage yeah. Party? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I keep. Granted, it's to. just their voices, but fucking I've got it on a, DVD. It is hilarious. That was the Annapurna movie. Uh, your good friend, childhood friend yeah. Andrew Harvey. Oh sent it yeah, to me. DP him go yeah, way. He back. sent it to me too. So that's how. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. oh, you have Sausage a copy too? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. Imaginary copy, but I have it. <laughs> you know, actually, TP, before you go on, I actually looked it up uh, tonight, uh, looking for um, uh, credits. And Sausage Party was directed by these two dudes. I forget their names, but each of them, their uh, directing credits are uh, one of them's film career is the Shrek movies. And mm-hmm. the, other's, the other one's film career is like a totally G-rated. Like right. they both have animated <laughs> history, but they are very much G and mm-hmm. PG, and they threw them into Sausage Party. Yeah. <laughs> they had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, like a really, really raunchy movie. Mm-hmm. Like, whew, that's a good one. But again, yeah, I just think politically now. I mean, it just movies about. I think so. We get GP. so much politics <clears throat> in our fucking news feeds and. Everywhere, like movies, let's just stay away. I'll, I will you give know? you that. So it's always, D, it's always D, dicey D, to do a political movie. DP, yeah. would you say that you like Marky though? <laughs> uh, would I say it? Like, if I had a <laughs> no, of course, I love Marky. <laughs> we okay, love so you. We, so we love, love you. Southern gentleman. What's we not love, love you? 
That's yeah. not. That's not. Weird. Yeah, the so, movie. So I can. I don't think a it's a bad back, idea. Uh, next week. Just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll call you. We'll we'll work. Don't call next. us. We'll call you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just sit by the phone. Yeah, it's happening. Right. Just, you guys validate parking? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do not. Yeah, you're you're a superstar. Um, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> No, I know. I, I honestly, Mike, I like the idea. I really do. And the the the, the I you guys would have gone for that. But yeah. yeah, I like the swing. I like the swing because I, I like I like that. I like those guys. We said mm-hmm. I like Pineapple formula. Express. I'm a Pineapple Express fan. I, I guess the, mm. the the biggest thing that I latched onto when thinking of this idea was Danny McBride as the lead that role, works. right? In, yeah. In this, they, in this they, as they a probably, southern senator, they probably wouldn't cast James Franco based on. The fact that he's a piece of shit, but you know, <laughs> beyond that, you know, they all are. They, you know, beyond that, I mean, isn't he actually a piece of shit though? James Franco, did he do something? Yeah, I think like he did. Man. I think he, I think he did something. He just looks like he made. I think you're thinking of Army Hammer. Anyway, uh, oh, but I think I think Seth Rogen said he wasn't going to work with him anymore or something. Oh, oh, really? Based on based on something, yeah. Huh. Uh, that he did, but we'll probably harass someone. But Marky, Marky, anyway, Marky, we love you. Okay. <laughs> You're great. It's the last one. It's the last You're one. great. All right, boys. So here we go. Uh, now I'm nervous to like try and follow AJ. And uh, I know Tim told me earlier he's got one that he's real proud of. So now I'm not proud uh, of it. Just or, so you know, it could be bad. Well, the one I just got <laughs> shot down was, was my good one. about. Right. So uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to try to follow either of you guys because it it didn't work out for me well last time. So I'm going to go next. Okay. And I'm going to bring you my remake that uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I think this one's great. It's um, we're going to do a remake of the 1982 film, the beast master. Do you guys remember this movie? I oh, fucking love so, this movie. I haven't seen it in 30 years. Um, <laughs> it stars Mark Singer, uh, Tanya Roberts, Rip Torn. And it's basically, it's kind of this sword and sorcery epic uh, about this guy played by Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, that has like control over animals. Yeah, he can really talk to, cool. yeah. communicate with them. And he's got like these two weasels, Kodo and Poto. That <laughs> they're so cute. Are, yeah, they're, they're his buddies. And he's got like this panther that's his muscle. And I think it's like a, a hawk or a falcon that, you know, is his eyes. It's this whole thing. Um, it, again, it was kind of like a low budget 80s schlocky movie. But I absolutely loved it. And I'm thinking if we re reboot that now we do a remake and we can put a couple guys together that we know already can hit home runs we have taika waititi write and direct with chris hemsworth starring as the Beastmaster. Mm-hmm. however here's the here's the thing that's going to make it great is with the you know technology we have now and the special effects we have now all his little animal friends, we can actually animate them and have them talk and have them be voiced by fucking hilarious people. We're going to do it. It's not going to be a sword and sorcery epic. It's going to be an absolute action comedy, goofy movie. Uh, 
Taika will have to voice one of the animals, obviously. Maybe Naturally. we have him and like Reese Darby be the weasels. You know, the dude from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. Oh, yes. Reese Darby. He and Taika could be the the weasels. Uh, you know, it, it, you got a slew of people you can bring in for the other voice work, but can Prince you bring Hemsworth, in Taika Waititi? I mean, you know, they hit home runs. Thor Ragnarok is about a, a, as good as it gets when it comes to, you know, action comedy. I think they would knock this movie out of the park. It was a super fun movie. I loved it as a kid. It's still, again, another movie with a complete cult following. Uh, all right. Go ahead, guys. You guys, I'm looking at your faces. It's, it's not looking good. Can I love bring, this movie, can, but go can, for it. Can you bring Mark Proxion, the guy that plays uh, Colin Robinson? <laughs> what we do this is, I think he would be a great voice for, for one Dude, he could be the bird on his shoulder? Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Mm. He could be his hawk that, like, Goes out and sees everything, and it's like, uh, comes back. Yeah, you're not gonna like what you what I saw. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I think there's, poten- awesome. there's potential Perfect. there, right? Love it. Yes. TW, what do you think? First off, DP, I just have to say, I cannot believe this actually hasn't been rebooted already because yeah, I, it never it's was. Such it never a was. Cool idea on paper. I do remember watching you. I remember when I was a kid, you turned me on to this movie, mm-hmm. um, and I remember watching it and loving it. So and now oh, we watched it so many times on yeah, a TV. And, on yeah, it was always on. Yeah, it was always on cable, and um, I'm surprised no one's actually taken this already because it's know, such a right? cool idea and it's such a cool movie. I will say, DP, I'm not. Well, I think one of the things I liked about the movie was the fact that there was no verbal communication about the beast ma- with the Beastmaster and the. But but I li- listen. It's it's fucking forty years later. So I, I will say, if you can do it and make it funny but not hokey and cheesy, I, I think I, it, I think I'll, it works. I'll, I'll point you to this. Uh, the you know quote live action unquote remake of the Lion King, mm-hmm. you know where like all the animals looked real but were all <clears throat> animated. But like you look at uh, what's name John Oliver as yeah. you know the animal like they were very uh, you know character driven just by the voices. And yeah, I think you can, yeah, no, you yeah, can have these animated animals have so much yeah, you know, well, charisma well, based well, DP, on who voices them. What, what I'm saying is I'm not sure the nonverbal stuff would work in 2021 as opposed to 1982. Mm. I think it worked yeah. back then because the lack of resources that right. they had. But to you, you got to now. But now you got to adapt to the times. It's 40 years later. So, yeah, I think it works, but the, you got to strike a balance there. I love the Chris Hemsworth um, uh, casting. Tycho does it. No matter what he does, it's gold. No, this mm-hmm. works for me. I fucking love the Beastmaster. God, I miss it. I want to rewatch it. Right? So good. AJ. So, first off, just I need to play devil's advocate. So, mm-hmm. who wants this? Like, I do. What? No, but I mean, like, I'd be there I opening do. weekend. No, but I mean, <laughs> how are you selling? How is this being sold, like, to the masses? Like, who wants it? Who's clamoring for a Beastmaster? Everybody loves people animals. are claim, clamoring for Chris Hemsworth and they're clamoring for Taika Waititi. I and mean, everyone loves animals. Yeah, I think, and, I think and this is a, they're clamoring this is, for 
Yeah, all these. I think it's a why, why, live action. Why, 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 why are you talking about this like it's a no-brainer? I because I think this is a billion-dollar box office if we get the yes. right people. I absolutely. You know what? You know, I want to hear I've from already. Marky. I've already thought about Marky. contacting my friend Andrew Harvey. I want to hear from him. Mar- contact you know Megan Ellison. I want to hear. From, I want to hear from Marky mm-hmm. right now. Hey, oh. All right, so all right, Marky, what do you got? I'd love to shit all over your idea after the uh, the tromping I got in this last <laughs> meeting. Um, I think. But on, we love you, Marky. Just remember that. We love yeah. <laughs> we I, you. As a I came away you. feeling good. No, yeah. I, I think things went good. Um, just waiting for them to call me back. It's been a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's, it's a dynamite mix and a good, it's a great idea. Um, I haven't personally seen the movie, but I do know the lore mm. and um, know enough of the story to where I can see how that uh, combo of Tyka and Hemsworth would work. And also they have like this, what seems to be like a, a budding bromance that right. they just do very well together. Um, not to really hitch my wagon to AJ, but part of it for me would be, is it landing too much on a recently treaded theme of Taika and Hemsworth with mm-hmm. Thor and this fan fantasy world. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I, right, I like understand too, too much of the same. Almost. You can switch the actor. Yeah. Right. You can switch the actor. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be Hemsworth. It, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that could. <clears> who, did, who did you say was creating this? Taika. Oh, he's gonna. He's he's doing. He, the he would write it and direct it. Yeah. Okay. And voice one of the. One I, of the mean, I mean, I mean, I'm on board with almost anything he does. I do think that he exactly. is the right choice in that regards because that, yeah. that guy's that guy's knowledge and just expertise right. and right. I yeah, I agree, Mark. And his his ability to do these homages and also updating, you know, uh, what he's done with Star Wars and um, I, I mean everything he's put his hands on with Agreed. like with Marvel and stuff like this. He puts the lore in there that's necessary and also just <clears throat> throws his own flavor all over it, which makes right. it fantastic. So I think he is the right choice for it as far as writer director on Beastmaster. That, I'm afraid that's... that if you choose Chris Hemsworth, then it's going to be too much of the same yourself. thing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I can so, see that. But again, was, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people out there you could go with. Uh, but, you know, but no, Joel Kinnaman, that, the dude who was Rick Flag, that is mm-hmm, hot right mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah, he could pull that off great. Chris, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pine. I'm oh, a Pine huge. Would be um, awesome. Yeah. I'm a huge uh, Joel Kinnaman fan. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but if you're if if you're putting if you're telling me Tyke is writing and directing, I I, um, I have faith in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love the Beastmaster from when I was a kid. Like, dude, dude, those are great. Dude. dude, how adorable were those weasels? Those weasels are great. The best. DP, DP, not only do I think this is a billion dollar box office, I think this is a a multi billion dollar franchise. Right, yeah. you can make three to five three. movies out of it. Fuck yeah, I really do. I don't know. I think I, really I think Taika jumps off on and off after one. Yeah, yeah, he, he'll he, get an EP them. credit for parts three and four, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, he'll executive produce, but. 
he's not going to direct the uh, ensuing um, franchise. <laughs> well, I've already on parts three and four. Yeah. I just don't think he, I just don't this think is, this is what we do. I yeah. just don't think he would. I don't think a director worth their salt would like stick with it that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't think they do. You know? Yeah, even well, George Lucas in the out after a couple yeah, of years. Yeah, eventually yeah. they tap out, you know? <laughs> this this movie has my pass, but let's talk more about the casting. Yeah, I agree. I, yes. I do think Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, but it, like when I thought Taika, you know, Chris Hemsworth immediately what, popped to mind. I, I, so. Because no, they because they worked together. What was that uh, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. right? Like right. also though, but it, and that's the, that's my fear is that uh Hemsworth as Thor is the character I know is widely different, but as an mm-hmm. uh, as an ignorant audience. Um, you might be expecting uh, Thor. Uh, uh, so, yeah, right, you know, right, Beastmaster right. Thor. You know, yeah, Marky for a second, Jason Momoa. No, I in my get head, that. And then, and then I'm Ooh. like, he can't do, he, but he can't do land and sea. He can't have Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, and he can't control and the beast and, and the yeah. beast. Yeah, yeah. he can't have the beast too. No, he can't do it. So <laughs> that's a good point. I like him, but yeah, no. What about the brother? What about Liam? Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah, he's give, not bad. Give him some he's... steroids and six yeah. months to work I also, out. I also, like the yeah, pine I, I also like the pine idea. Chris Pine, like yeah, he's, he's a little yeah. short, but he can be he can be kind of big. Yeah, yeah. and I love the Kinnaman idea. I think he's yeah. uh, Kinnaman's a big dude. Actually, I like the Kinnaman idea because Kinnaman Kinnaman's actually he's starting got to ring like, with me here. He's got right. he's got like a rougher look to him. Yes, yeah. I think the Beastmaster has a rougher look. Yeah, he does. It was a rougher film, you know. And I gotta admit, yeah, Kinnaman. Just popped into my head now. I had that thought works. of that before. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah, works. yeah I it, think works. it works really yeah. well. So, yeah, this is a win for me. This is a win. This is this is a lot. Hey, of dude, I I, I we'll have to spend a lot. Movie. We'll have yeah. to spend a lot. But I, I think the return. Wait, will be you gotta spend a lot to make a lot. You will probably have to spend two, three hundred million on this. Is my guess. But oh, we're yeah. hoping to get back yeah, a billion. Should be. So. Yeah, big, big, big budget. And we're thinking big time. We want Beastmaster two, three, four. Mm-hmm. And we, we want yeah, there'll be fucking action figures and shit. We want TV yeah, shows. Yeah, why, why, shows. why make billions when we can make millions? <laughs> what movie? <laughs> sorry, all right, sorry, sorry, sorry. Awesome powers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, I, I, I think yeah, spend a lot, make a lot. I think it's one of those. I think, yeah. I think it's a huge like you know how every how much everybody. I, I feel like, I feel like nowadays people love animals even more than they did forty years ago. I think it, mm-hmm. since, since it's you, you can know so much more about them now, and everybody loves. There's a fucking support group for every type of goddamn animal. Yeah, they're all dying right? off. So I mean, it's yeah. like um, a limited number. It's, it's like yeah, there's like thirty yeah. and then, left. And then to anthropomorphize them and actually have them talking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think would be a hit. I think, I think people it works. would love it. I think yeah. it works. I think it makes a lot of money. So I think we're, I think we're, we're all billionaires. Landing, after we're landing done. on Kinnaman, right? I like. Kinnaman. I think Kinnaman works the best. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. It works really well. Yeah, strong I think, uh, Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. big fan. Oh, I'm a huge awesome. fan of Kinnaman in general. Big fan, DP. That's a good idea. Ah, love, love it. it. Glad you guys like it. So, so uh, we, we love you and mm, the idea. <laughs> we love you. That's what you need to remember. We love you and the idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we love you, and we're gonna shaft you out of your idea. Oh so. yeah, we will. <laughs> some point speaking of shaft (laughs) all right uh yeah uh so here we go uh aj why don't you go ahead and give us your i told you we'll we'll let tw go last this is where the black hole comes in 
Oh, interesting. That's, that's what you said before the first one. one comes in. You said oh, this you before know the first one. I had one idea. <laughs> I had one idea. So, Earlier it was none. So, all right. So, go ahead. Thomas Harris wrote four books about Hannibal Lecter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, only one of them amounted to any fucking worthy film. Right, and that was that was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, and like yeah. Red Dragon and Hannibal were like eh. Red Dragon wasn't terrible, but uh, yeah, it but, wasn't great. But, it was but Silence of the Lambs was an Oscar winner, like swept the Oscars in the major categories, sort of winner. The it last one, one of, to do one of the it, best right? films, yeah, one of the best films ever, in my opinion. That's oh, amazing. Yeah, um, director of that film, Jonathan Dem, he's dead now. He's but, dead. But Hannibal, Hannibal Rising, oh, oh, horrible yeah. movies. But I think there's some there's some some juice to squeeze out of this. Okay. So okay. I think I think I want to pitch a. <clears throat> so there was only four books, uh-huh. and they made four movies. But uh-huh. I want to make another film. But uh-huh. I want to capitalize on Anthony Hopkins just won an Oscar. Uh-huh. True for the father. Yeah, mm-hmm. the father. And Jodie Foster is fucking amazing, by the yeah. way. I want to revive, like, I want to bring back their roles together in another film. A silent, not Silence of the Lambs, not a remake. Another film in this world. You want an original screenplay? I want an original screenplay in this world, like in this, like uh, in the in the Hannibal world. Okay, is the, the, is the author still throw. around? Are they going to be hanging out still... at a retirement home? No, but it's going to be more of a character study versus like uh, an actual case. Like it's it's this old like Hannibal Lecter, and um, you know Jodie Foster is like Clarice. Clarice is that Clarice Starling is oh, yeah. at like the end of her like. This is why I'm saying black hole because I'm like cobbling this together. Like she's at the end of like her time, but there's there's this <clears> case <throat> that she that she's been no what AJ that she's been she's been there's this case that she's been dogged dogged by forever, and she just needs Hannibal one more time, and you get some flashbacks about Hannibal's life like leading up to. You know, you you get a lot of it. He's in this like elderly state as Anthony Hopkins hits now. But you also have infused. You have a new character. You have like I don't know if it's either her partner or the antagonist. But because I want Jeff Nichols to direct it, I think Michael Shannon should be involved somehow. Ooh, I'm down. Because like Jeff a Nich- young version of Hannibal. And yeah, where do I sign? Somehow, somehow in my attention to Michael Shannon. Right. Right, so Jeff Nichols, who directed Take Shelter, which we talked about on this podcast, uh-huh. and Mud, of course, and he's just a really cool director, and he's a great character director. You know, yeah. like he just—he's great with characters, and I think Hannibal is one of the and Clary Starling are two of the most interesting characters ever portrayed on film, and I together. think together, and I think this last ride could be like this interesting character study with a case involved there too somehow. AJ, it works too with the timing. Jodie Foster is 58 years old. Okay. That means that Clary Starling is 58 years old. 
That's the end. Mm-hmm. Of, that's towards the end. That's near retirement, right? There's one, yeah. maybe like a cold case that right. he hasn't been able to, to uh-huh. close. Right. Anthony Hopkins, not, not only did he just win that, but a couple of years ago, he wasn't he nominated for the two popes. So the guy, can he still was, get yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. He can still get, I haven't seen it actually. That's another, I got to get to that. Neither part, have right? I actually. Uh, so the guy, can still, the guy can still go. I mean, he's yeah. got it. But um, so my pitches tonight are a little smaller. They're a little more uh, restrained. They're not like, I'm not reserved. I'm not trying to make like, I'm not trying to hit the big box office. I'm trying to win awards. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think that those two one more time, because honestly, not like red dragon was fine. Right. But Hannibal, Hannibal rise. That was dog shit. Like I remember when Hannibal came out, I was like, I can't wait to see this. I saw it with Dave Johnson and Laurie Johnson. Like, I we went together. I was, like, so mm-hmm. excited to see Hannibal Lecter back on film because I loved Silence of the Lambs, and it was dog shit. It was well, dog shit. But what about who's going to write it, though? That I don't know. That I don't know. I know Jeff Nichols should direct it because I like how he mm-hmm. sort of – I like his approach. He He hasn't done something quite like this. His his uh, films are a little a little different, um, but not so far removed that he couldn't do something like this. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I I do I do think he's the right man for the job. I just I'm not sure who would write it. I mean, if you if you could get Alex Garland, I mean to 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 be out of the I mean, so who did you want to direct it? Jeff, Jeff Nichols. Nichols. Jeff Nichols. That's his name. If you get Alex Garland just to write and not direct, that might be tough. Why would we of, want? Why would we want him to write? Well, Garland is. Well, he was a. He was a an author first. He wrote The Beach, right? I'm thinking of the right guy, right? Yeah. Alex Garland wrote yeah. right, but he's a sci-fi. He's guy, a sci-fi primarily. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you yeah, like him. You like, you like, you like him. You like I, him for this thing. I just like his writing. He is I mean, a good character writer. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he couldn't pull writer. it off. Right. So you like you like him for this? I like. I mean, I like Garland for anything. Just okay. like I like Jordan yeah, I think Peele that, for anything. I think, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I think. I think. Yeah, you could throw out Garland. I like Taika for anything. Exactly. Know? So I mean, okay. If you're if you're looking for somebody a little more um, horror driven, I, I I don't know. I don't know who you go with, but that's I just gonna think, be big because you need. An I think the selling point. point is like one last ride, right? For these yeah. two. I love you know, that two, idea. These two the spectacular idea. actors. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Anthony Hopkins, like, just he's peerless. Like that guy is so yeah. fucking good. Stud, total uh, stud. I, I like, I, I like where you're going with this. And if we, if we're gonna have Jodie Foster and uh, Anthony Hopkins in it, I, I do think we'd be better off kind of minimizing their roles just because we've seen them already so much and just having them there for the kind of setup stuff where you go back to a Michael Shannon or, you know, you get some more actors like that, that are parts of the flashback that these two kind of oversee the storytelling and you have all these flashbacks. I think that, that, that could be a very, very good movie. Yeah. It's your idea that we don't want as much of them because this could potentially move forward and have more right. films. Yeah. Cause, cause then you could, you know, you have the flashback and of, you want to like sunset them or whatever, move right. them out of it. 
Yeah, I, that I was not my original. Do it. That was not my but. original idea. My original idea was like a last ride for mm. this, for this, for these characters. Uh, but I think Michael Shannon should have a huge part in it. Yeah, as like the, as the bad guy, as the criminal, either the uh, bad guy or the, or like a flashback uh, as Hannibal Lecter right. in the past, something mm-hmm. like that. But I think he should have a major role in it. I love Michael Shannon humongous fan of him yes marky uh yes aj thank you for coming in uh <laughs> bringing this to the table thank you mark um you have done your you have done your homework we are all very big michael shannon fans here and i think that would be a fantastic pick though for throwing michael shannon into the that universe of uh anthony hopkins Hannibal Lecter and as you were talking about this last ride with Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster and these characters that they're doing I know it's hasn't always been done very well but what I started thinking about was that uh, kind of more recent technology where they do this de-aging thing um, and where you you can do some flashbacks with them on that Shit! wow yeah and then hear me out as well you i don't know how many of you guys have seen uh the first season of true detective yeah oh yeah granted that's a very long or you know however many episodes it's it's longer than a feature film um but that movie or that sorry that series does a very good job of moving the story forward while playing fast flashbacks and then in the end they're essentially done and retired and they close the case. I could see something like that being done with this, where you're, you're seeing footage of Clarice and Hannibal with this de-aging technology as a viewer. And you see them as their younger selves and some scenes that they're interacting together that, you know, you hadn't seen as a viewer before that wasn't in silence of the lambs or something like that. It wasn't in the Julianne Moore version of the sequel. Um, that ties in more story, more of their relationship. And then you, you, I like Michael Shannon as a villain and, uh, you know, almost like uh, I don't want to use this as an, a comparison, but um, is it, was it Ray Fiennes as the red dragon? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. It didn't yes. hate the movie, but I don't want to compare it to that. Like you could, but it, Michael Shannon as a new villain. And, you know, again, Clarice and Hannibal working together to, to find who this next uh, Buffalo Bill is, you right. know, to, to, to kind of seal the relationship and their retirement and yep. maybe, maybe put Hannibal Lecter to rest for good, you know. God, I love that. I fucking love that. Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, that works. I love that so much. And like so, you mentioned, like the, the true detective, the the dude that wrote True Detective, uh, who did like the killing as well, who's a really fucking great writer. Mm-hmm. You bring him in to do this to do some writing, script. yeah, to do the screenplay, yeah. 
Yes, that, th- that could be fucking. Yeah, that's oh really god, that'd be really gritty. Right? Really the only other yeah. writer I could think of was Charlie Kaufman, and only because he just mm. writes such crazy fucking shit. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> no, but I like that. I, I like. I like what DP's saying. Yeah, like, I do too. Grimy, I think that's better. That's that better. Grimy, that dirty, mm-hmm. that dirty sort of script. You know, mm-hmm. I love that, Marky. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that. good call, Marky. So, so AJ, I will say thanks for coming in today. Uh, <laughs> we love you. We thank love you. you. Yeah, you're a superstar. You. Uh, thank you. Thank you're, you. You're, you're, you're a superstar. You really are. Uh, no, that's uh, that's a good idea. I, I'm a look. Huge, I'm trying to win Oscars. Okay? I think we're. I think we're. Fan. I think we're. I think we're just on the landing deck, like the loading deck with it. Like we just like we gotta. It's there. The 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 premise is there. Percolating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Percolating. Couple little things you got to figure out, but then once you figure those out, bang, we're off to the races. Yeah, I really. I think. Yeah, it's a great idea. I never big fan of the premise, I, and that's really outside the big box, time. AJ. I never thought of that. I mean, yeah, they mm. never. Those two never really, never really close things with each other there was no re- was never, resolution never yeah. never and, and it was which is weird because and by the way one, hold, on, ha- hold on when, when when you think about one of the most intense relationships in the history of cinema and then there's there was never a fucking finish to it yeah i think we need to see it so right yeah and by the way the two of them anthony hopkins jody foster um, still at the top of their game right now. Oh yeah, they still they, get it done. Yeah, right. They still get it done, and I think um, I think they would bring it in such a major way to a film like this, knowing it was sort of like that last ride for those characters. You I know, like that. you know, so many years down the line, aged. Yeah, you know, I I, I think that works so well in cinema these days, you know, like Anthony Hopkins just fucking won an Oscar yeah, I'm, for like I'm, playing like yeah. a dude with dementia. I'm on board with mm. this. I, I'll buy this one. Yeah. Great. GP. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely one of those Oscar bait, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you release time. it. Release yeah. It right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but Marky, yeah. You're, you're on board. I'm, I'm down with this. <laughs> And I just, yeah, my, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm I'm very much on board. I'm letting the dog out to go pee right now. I didn't want to disturb you guys. I was on and mute. I, and I love <laughs> I love like the um, the color sort of marquee infused into it. Mm-hmm. How, how how it should work? Like I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, this is a winner for me. I like it big time, big time. Yeah, well, my and idea this... suck. I'm a charisma black hole. He has two yeah. fucking. Hey, oh, oh, shockingly, Dickhead. he was full of shit. Wow. But to, but to be fair, we he didn't did, see that coming. To be fair, he did exactly what I do in dating. Mm-hmm. I I try to lower the expectations. Right. He did. He did it. He played this very well, AJ. Yeah. Very, 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 very nicely you, done. You tell girls hey, that you have a micro penis. Exactly. So they always say that. It's like, like, oh, I don't, I don't micro. I don't, right. I don't <laughs> use the word micro. But. Yeah. And then it's just below average, and it's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> right. They're like, that's a that's an inch more than I thought it would be. They're like, <laughs> right. They're like, hey, let me take a look, <laughs> and then I'll decide. <laughs> All right, so I'm on. I'm on. So. All right, so um, which, awesome. By the way, awesome. Real quick, how that just went down is exactly how I pictured it in my head doing this topic. Like AJ brings something up, and then Marky fucking adds something to it. Oh well, Marky we added fucking made it like, work. 
That is exactly why I wanted to do this topic. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah what, that, that's what I was hoping for. In all honesty, if the if the if the four of us got thrown into like a war room <laughs> and, and we're just like, you cunts need to. Oh, fuck! Oh, I went two hours and didn't say it. I'm uh, the only one that has it. I know. And they said, you know, oh, you, I didn't say it. AJ, of course he didn't. But oh, yeah. um, you know, if you you guys had just come up with something within an hour, the four of us together would come up with like an absolute blockbuster i mean yeah. like there's no doubt mm-hmm. in my mind. right but i i think Mar- marky uh yeah what dp's saying is right like marky jumped in uh uh with the cut co- with that sort of like color that we needed for this uh particular mm-hmm. pitch mm-hmm. and it made it work better yeah. so much yeah. better yeah. so time. we yeah. should be movie executives That's yeah i know i love i love it andrew harvey yeah, take note, brother. Hello. You, you listening, handsome? <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. So th- th- this has been great. So let us get to our uh, TW's second pitch here, and I guess kind of the final pitch, but I'm sure we'll we, we all got a little extra ad. But uh, TW, your second pitch, bring it on. Let's hear it. DP, I'm happy you saved me for the end. And actually, this wasn't even something that I commandeered. You just actually, I didn't manipulate this at all. You just decided I was going last because this one, um, I don't think there's going to be any middle ground on this one. I think you guys are either going to be like, this is amazing. Or you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I I really, (laughs) I really don't think there's going to be any middle ground. Okay. Hey, so this is a reboot of okay 1991's don't tell mom the babysitter's dead oh all right okay. all right you with me so far <laughs> this is done man okay right <laughs> i remember this, this movie this, this was, was a like m- one of the massive blockbusters weirdly right? big hits yeah christina applegate right um mm-hmm. uh god i forget who played her little brother um uh, Josh Charles is in it. Uh, um, God, nobody else really. Right? Yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking, I'm I couldn't. I couldn't tell you anyone other than Christine Applegate. Yeah. Basically, it's a story about a family of like I don't know, five kids. I want to say who mother goes for goes to Europe for the uh, for the summer, and they David the company They get a oh yeah, he has a small role in it. Oh my god, a small role. He plays wow. Bruce. He's a head. He's head inventory clerk. Remember, um, <laughs> I remember because she fucking she just cuts his balls off in one scene after he says that. It's great, um, metaphorically. But uh, so the mother goes away for the summer. The and she hires a fucking babysitter to watch them. And Christina Applegate is the oldest. She plays like she's eighteen, but she's like twenty five. You know, yeah. Um, as they hate it, and then the babysitter dies. Okay. And then they, Christina Applegate goes and gets a job and this whole thing. It's like, it's mm-hmm. all happy and fun. And they're trying to keep the secret. Well, I want to do something very similar to that. Okay. But I want the big secret in this movie. Not to be that, you know, she's a teenager working for her family, but I want the big secret. And again, I want this to be another dark, dark comedy. Okay. All right. I want this to be not that the babysitter died by natural natural causes like she did, but that they actually killed the babysitter by accident. 
Okay. Ooh. Like a, like a, like a, they put something in her drink to like fuck with her. Like, you know, or they put something outside her door. So she would slip and fall. She breaks her fucking head or something like that. I want, and then the whole movie, I want it to be kind of this pressure cooker where they're trying to survive the rest of the summer until mom gets home, but they're also really, really scared that the police are going to find out that they killed the babysitter and buried her somewhere. Okay. I know this is dark and fucked up, but hear me out for a minute. Okay. All right, so the super paranoid, I think we should go with, we need somebody who kind of can pull off 20-ish years old. I like Abigail Breslin as Sue Ellen, right? Okay. I like, I like, I like, that. I like the, so if you remember in the movie, there was also, she had like a boyfriend who worked at uh, Clown Dog, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I, I, maybe for the movie we change it to like Shake Shack or something I don't fucking know nah. we'll, we'll figure that out when the time comes but I want the, the, he's the only other person that I'm worried about casting because I think the the the, the siblings you, you know we can figure that out throw some fucking people in the mix and we can also figure out what to do with their job and everything but I think the, the focal point would be the fact that they, they fucking killed somebody by accident while mom was away so um, I would say the, the, the boyfriend should be Lucas Hedges. He's in Manchester by the Sea. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. I, I, and, it's great. And, and I think uh, a good, a good, and, and you know, I think him and Abigail Breslin look good together. I don't think one is too. Oh, Abigail's much. great, by the way, too. I had to yeah. uh, mm-hmm. give her a quick search to jog my memory. Yeah. The Zombieland movies. Yeah, yes, she's been yes. around. She's actually been around since so she's really little. But, but um, she yeah. was uh, with uh, uh, Steve Carell and. Uh, right. Sunshine. Right. Yes. Exactly. Sunshine. She, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I think. But if you, if you Google search her for 2021, what she looks like now, she finally looks like she's a know, grown person. She's 25, I think mm-hmm. 25, but she looks probably like 19 or 20. I think she pulls this off in Sue Ellen's role. Um, I like it. So I like it. And I think a good, a good little plot twist to it because Lucas Hedges is, you know, her love interest. I think at some point she tells him about what's going on, that they killed the babysitter and that uh, he basically tries to um, win her affection by hiding the secret as well. And, being there for but so so aj you're gonna like this the first person that popped into my head to direct this and i'm not sure i'd go with this or not i have a couple and that's what i wanted to run by you guys was uh and i only picked him because this is a very very similar type movie because there was a movie that came out back in the 90s me and aj both loved called very bad things um and it was you know john favreau and christian slater they kill a hooker by accident the whole that was a john favreau movie movie Uh, well john favreau is in it he's like kind of the lead but peter berg directs it uh, peter berg yeah peter berg popped into my head and i'm like i like him to a degree but i also want this movie to have a flair of comedy because it's also kind of fucked up that they killed this old woman i think uh edgar wright would be a really, really oh my good God, person yeah. to direct it um, because he's really good at doing dark and funny at the same time, even with some really, really fucked up things like in uh, like um, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is like fucked up and gruesome and violent, but also absolutely hysterical. I think you can do a similar thing here. Um, and like I said, I, uh, again, the, the story about her going out and making money through a company, we can, you know, getting a real job. We, you know, we could figure that out. That's something we could sit in the war room and, and hash out and try to get it. Or we could go a completely different route and she just fucking starts an OnlyFans and she makes a million dollars. Whatever we want. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I am open to anything. What I like about this idea is just the flat 
premise and where we can go from there. A fucking family of five moms, mom goes away. They're pissed off that they got a babysitter and then they accidentally fucking kill her and they have to hide it because they all don't want to get in trouble and they get together closer as a family or, or we can even flip it that they all get super paranoid about each other and start to turn on each other as well. We, there's so many different directions. You know what might be fun? Yeah. Is, um, we carefully cast the mother as someone cool and she's constantly checking in on yeah. our trip and, and they have to hide it from her somehow. That, yeah. Right. Right. That yeah. goes right into it. Cause she only yeah. in, the, in the, in the movie, I feel like she only checks in once or twice. Right. But have it like somebody a little more substantial as an actor, Yeah, but she checks in more. Yeah. Deep and deep. that's part of it. Okay. That being the case, we definitely need to lean more towards comedy. So, like, when mom checks in, she checks in on Skype. And so yeah, they have to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. weekend at Bernie's, the fucking babysitter. <laughs> right, right. And make it look like she's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that So you have to hilarious. cast the mother very carefully. Yeah, at first they could fight her off. Oh, she's asleep. Or so. No, mm-hmm. I want to see her. You know, yeah. like, eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually yeah. they'll have to produce... Their dead babysitter, yeah. and they get a weekend of Bernie's. It, dude. Yeah. The, oh my god, this could be fucking crazy. So I, that's what I mean. Or, or 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 it could be fucking awful. Super like, dark. Really, you mean weekend at Barney's? Yeah. Right. This this could be bad. <laughs> this could turn out to be really bad, or it could turn out to be a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not. I don't think there's any in the middle of this. This is yeah. all or nothing. So. Um, like, Marky, like Marky, 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 have you seen the original film? I, I haven't. Um, I know the title. I know the premise, but no, this isn't. This isn't one that I've seen. And uh, T.W., uh, to be honest, you know, as you were going through your pitch, I, I was uh, kind of on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, that's that could work. That'd be all right, I guess. And then you mentioned Edgar Wright, and I was like, boom, it's a win. right? That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that would kill it. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he's got a way of mixing well, I'll tell you. Of absurdity and comedy and violence and mm-hmm. and fucked up weird situations. I'll tell you, there's a small group of filmmakers out there right now that I think we all want to see whatever they do next. And Edgar mm-hmm. Wright's one of those guys. Yeah, I, I sure. actually considered Agreed. maybe for a minute Sam Raimi could pull it off. I was thinking that I haven't as seen well. anything from him in a while. He, yeah. he could pull it off. He could pull it off. I think, but I think, I think uh, Edgar Wright is a little more dry, and that's what I'm looking for in this role. He is, is, that's correct. And and if Sam Sam Raimi did it, like, where the fuck would Bruce Campbell fit? Because you know he'd have to be in it. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't even know. Maybe maybe he could be the creepy guy at the office. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what that works. The one that keeps hitting on Sue Ellen, but he's dating the boss. That fucking guy. (laughs) Yeah, he shoots at the fucking squirt gun at the end and his balls. You know? <laughs> All right, we just nailed it. We found right. Bruce Campbell's so, role, <laughs> but but I, I actually I like Edgar Wright better. I think because we're gonna make this movie like more serious yet dry comedy. So yeah, and yeah, Edgar Wright definitely is the and it'll be the, the it'll be a, to do it right. It'd be a good uh, spot for. Well, actually, he's not an American film, right? He's just Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Edgar did. Uh, yeah, he did Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I call him um, Edgar because we know each other on a first name. Basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, that's your boy. But yeah. prior to that, he had done, you know, like Sean versus the, uh, uh, sorry, 
Shaun of the Dead. Shaun, Shaun of, of the, the Dead. Dead. That is so good. It's one of my uh, hot, hot Fuzz. And then, hot uh, Fuzz is right up there. World's End. That's whatever. fucked up, too. Um, so uh, Dark, then, violent comedy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what right. I like. I, I, I don't yeah. want it. I, I don't want it to be the fucking happy go lucky. Oh, we figured it out while mom was gone. No, I want it to be we killed the fucking babysitter and we're all afraid we're going to be arrested all summer. So we're just going to make it. Worse. I think yeah. I think writes the guy. I think yeah, that's your guy. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think that's your that's, guy. That's what I mean. Like that, that whole pitch that you were giving TW. I was like, yeah, you know, um, even though I haven't seen the original, like it's not like a premise I want to see again right. until you mentioned Edgar Wright. He's and just I was so like, talented. He could make right? that something I want to watch. Yeah, but right, something bonkers. Like yeah. he does yeah. bonkers really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to watch you make, that. You make the the premise bonkers. So that's my and, and throw the right actors in there for him. I think he does such a good job. Do you think we could get Gary Johnson to 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 do Act the Gary? <laughs> Gary, <laughs> it's going it's going off the rails. All right, that's my uh, that that's my pitch. I don't know what, what you guys think. Dude. If you can get TV Edgar Wright, I yeah, I'm absolutely in Edgar Wright doing this. Um, yeah, going that dark comedy route. Uh, yeah, this could be a huge hit. I love the premise. Uh, I, I love the ideas. Uh, let's make this movie. Yeah, I, I think he'd want to work out a lot to work he, out with he'd the story. Probably, he'd probably want to throw Simon Pegg in there somewhere, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, uh, that's fine. There, there's a lot. We're, we're going to have to get in the war room and really go over, you know, the the the, the well, finer details. There's so many things about what Sue Ellen's going to do to make money. Do we add mm-hmm. other characters in at a company? Remember the bitch that fuck she hates that works there? You were supposed to go down to Personnel, that fucking girl. <laughs> like we could easily cast her. There's so many girls that pull off dudes. Sounds like Kristen so. Wig, just the way you do. Yeah, <laughs> that is on the first floor. So all right, so Marky, <laughs> Marky, I know you were on the fence, but uh Edgar Wright, yeah. you're, you're yeah. signing up for this. 100 percent Yeah. If, if you've got Edgar Wright behind it, yeah. then I'm 100 percent down. All right. AJ. Hey, you AJ. In? You in? You hey. Sorry, Marky. What did you say? He's in. No, he I, said, hey, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> after, after I was in, I said, hey, AJ. Yes, yeah. I did. Um, act. Act, Gary. Let me make sure no one's looking. All right. I, 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 I like, so what I was saying earlier holds true. There's certain directors that if you just say they're they're involved in the project, I think I'm in. And Edgar Wright's one of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with this particular premise, I'm super intrigued by what it could be. Mm-hmm. Regardless of who you put um, in the acting roles, I'm, I'm not all that concerned about that. I think his vision and his filmmaking... You know his style. I think I'm in. I'm and, in on that. Well, let me throw this in there, Edge. You know, you know who I think should write it. Me. No, we don't. Me. Oh, you? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna write it. I think it'll be fucking brilliant. Mark right, I'm I'm done. You've never read my stuff. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we're good. I'm out. But I'm, I'm happy yeah, you guys are you're in. All right. Sorry. You, love, you love me you know. though, right? You, you blew me. it. You love me, Tim. Tim, can let, let me tell you. We love you. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Hey, you're, we love you're cool. You. Am well, I? Am I a superstar? Or right. You're. You're cool. 
You're right. an amazing talent. Okay, so don't get me... us wrong. You're you're amazing personally. Okay, our just... people Bye. will call your people. <laughs> All right, guys. So <laughs> when do I need to blow Harvey Weinstein to get this? <laughs> right. Uh, we will. We don't <laughs> validate. <laughs> sorry. sorry sorry that's that's we, that's we don't that. validate so see ya. all right so uh all right no. so yeah so but no joke i i like that idea i, yeah. I think that that's it's a fun the fucking movie i'd go I mean, see it yeah yeah, yeah you know so, sometimes i'm not really all that concerned with who you're gonna put in the acting roles i'm just concerned acting. with the filmmaker yeah. like mm-hmm. the filmmaker is more important in a film like this than you know like would anybody have thought like it was a really cool casting choice? But would you have thought like Scott Pilgrim, Michael Sarah? Like no. it's a great casting choice. But God, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just you know you wouldn't. If have you would have pitched that to me, I'd been like, get the fuck out. Yeah, of here. but it worked right, and the filmmaker did Edgar Wright did such a great job yeah. with the material that it it may not have mattered if it wasn't Michael Sarah. Yeah, at this point, I can't imagine anyone else, but you can't write because the film is so fucking cool. Yeah. So, so uh, DP. So that that's we're we're done with the our pick. We have a couple of honorable mentions we want to run through real quick, right? Yeah. I yeah I do. I got a couple. I know uh, other people do. Let, let, let me run uh one real quick uh thirty second elevated pitch uh to you guys. Why do you say we do a remake? Of the movie Labyrinth, and have Guillermo del Toro make it. Did I feel Guillermo like done, del Toro done, done and done? Go. I done feel. I hold on. I feel like he's already was okay. So there's actually well, a wicked pants labyrinth. Well, though, hold on. There, there's actually behind, a wicked. Was he behind pants labyrinth? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. There's a Wikipedia page that's devoted all to Guillermo del Toro's unrealized projects. Oh, I feel really? like Labyrinth is one of them. I could I, be absolutely wrong. Dude, there's like a hundred of them. That sounds about there's right, so though. Like, he seems like the uh, guy to do it. So. But yeah, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. Everything you said. Yes, of course. Well, I mean, that's a win. Thousand percent. Awesome. I got one. So, who do you right, put Mark, David Bowie's place? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's oh, that's oh, a tough mm. yeah. So. That's real fucking tough. Yeah, that, that, that's a whole podcast talking. Yeah, about yeah. who? Would how about Cody. how about Scott Stapp from Creed? He's so good. Okay, so Marky, here. what's your pitch? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was just trying to. I was trying to get you guys upset. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry. All right, Marky. Thirty um, second elevator pitch. Marky, act. All right. <laughs> I need five hundred thousand dollars to make a sequel to the. Movie Dread with Carl Urban and Olivia oh, Thurby with the original that. director Pete Travis and the original screenplay writer Alex Garland. I still have to see it, Marky. I'm sorry. Alex I'm Garland it. wrote the screenplay for that? Yes, he did. And 2000, right, 2012. Can I have money, please? Yeah, Marky, yes. I still need to see it, it. But from what you guys have said about that movie, I, I know it's yeah, already. Dread's amazing. Oh, dude, it's free on Hulu. I haven't fucking watched it. What a. That was my throwaway because I just want a dead sequel to the original creators of that. Just give me another one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. AJ, right. AJ you, you get a quick pitch for us? I don't really have an original pitch, but what I want is for Christopher Nolan to release a director's cut of Memento in chronological order. Mm. Okay. 
I, uh, AJ, I think I told you I saw that in chronological order. Oh, no, you found it on YouTube with some guy that's right. No, 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 no. I want an official, an yeah. official release when the movie like came out. Special edition, an the- Nolan version of Memento in chronological order. So let me just AJ, produced AJ, by Nolan. Let me just say this real, real quick. I think I, I talked about this before. When when that movie came out, I saw it at Kendall Square in Cambridge because they always had like random like i saw you can count on me there i saw like a lot of uh uh requiem for a dream i saw there there's like lots of under the not like great movies but not ones that they were showing in the major theaters and then after i saw it they did they were doing this special night where they were showing memento in chronological order and you had to buy like advanced tickets and i did and i went and i saw it yeah it was all right like it was just it was it wasn't right, the same. but it wasn't I don't think it was like created to be chronological. No, 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 no. Just, Somebody yeah. edited it and did it. It wasn't anybody right. to do it. I want movies. a Christopher Nolan version of the chronological order of Memento done right. uh, for people like myself. That's my uh, vault. That's a uh, bunker movie for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, I would love to see it. Um, yeah, done by <laughs> Nolan. In a special sort of edition, um, released that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because his version of chronological order versus just cutting the movie into chronological uh-huh. totally order different. different. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so. I will say one. And first of all, I this idea popped into my head and then I started researching it and then found out after I was researching it that they've already started to reboot this movie. Oh really? Uh, last huh. year apparently, and that's 1996 Twister. Um, huh, they, really? Yeah, I guess really? last year they've been they've 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 been rebooting it. And just Why? real quick, what I think of it is, um, <laughs> oh, I love Twister. I, I mean, I like Twister. it, but does it need a reboot? Well, I like it. I like it 25 years later because of like the possible like how. I mean, I thought it was beautiful in 1996. No, it's, but... yeah, no, a, a fantastic. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I won't shit on it. No, no, no. Let me hear um, what you got to say. First of all, cast wise, it doesn't really matter. Let's be honest. The cast doesn't matter all that much. I think anybody could play the Bill Paxton role. You can throw Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Pye, Matthew McConaughey uh, for Helen Hunt. You, Matt Damon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can throw a girl who's your a boy, rough more. Your boy, Bill, Bax, Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton, but you can throw somebody for the girl that plays Helen Hunt, somebody who's a little rough around like Kate Beckinsale. Charlie's Theron, something like that. But I think the the, the the biggest thing for that movie is going to be the director and the cinematographer. And I think for cinematographer, obviously the first pick is always Roger Deakins because he he's fucking incredible. He did 1917. He did uh, Shawshank. Um, and then there's um, uh, Hoyt. He's got a ridiculous name. I think he's Dutch. Hoyt Van Hoytema. He does Interstellar, <laughs> Interstellar and Dunkirk. Um, I think that wow. two Nolan, two Nolan films. Right. I think those dudes, but I'm not thinking of Nolan. Said. Uh, yeah, cinematography. I'm not thinking of Nolan Fantastic. for the director, although, of course, he'd be great. He falls into that category we've been talking about. But I'm feeling Peter Jackson uh, to do oh, it. Wow. Yeah, you know what? What has you know? Peter Jackson done? Lately? Nothing, really. Nothing. Since since the, the Hobbit, what did that come out? Like 2015 or something like that? Mm-hmm. He did something like with the Beatles or something like that recently. But really, yes, I, th- but I think that got he, delayed. Yeah, I think he, that, needs, oh, I he needs a new that. project. And I think Twister would be great for him. I really do. That would be great, huh? Interesting. Interesting. DP, you have something else? Yeah, I, I actually got two more. 
So, uh, first one, uh, give me, you know, Paul Feig, uh, Judd Apatow. And, I love Paul Feig. Right. Well, a good comedy director to direct a reboot of Back to School with <laughs> Will Ferrell as the Rodney Dangerfield character. Wow. You know, you do switch up whoever plays the, the son and, you know, hit, hit the Robert Downey Jr. friend. You know, there, there's so many options for them. But as long as you got Will Ferrell and a, a good director, a Back to School is Adam such McKay. a fun movie. Yeah. My, my, oh, my and only, Adam McKay would, I would be say, awesome. Wow. GP, yeah. my only thing with that is like Rodney Dangerfield in that movie was like this rich, kind of smooth, right? You know, one liner oh, kind of guy. Will Thornton Wilder. Will Ferrell, I don't know, dude. Ron Burgundy. I mean, think about how like snooty and shitty Ron. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he could pull it off. He can. He can pretty much do anything. Okay. I will find me another. But either way, I think Back to School is rife. Yeah. Oh, I. I. I think I get a remake right now. I think I get a cramp. Maybe it's menstrual. Screw (laughs) you, Melon. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Fucking Johnny's in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, William Zabka. Yeah, he's just such a. Typical great. 80s bad guy. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. There, there, there's yeah. a new season of that coming out, too. Cobra I can't Cobra. wait for that. Yeah. certainly is. Yeah. I think yeah. they signed off for like two or three more seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which, I by the way, that, that, that will be a uh, the movie council presents the TV council episode yeah. when yeah. we just talk about that show. because it's, it's so I, I can't wait. I could talk about it for days. It's yeah, so it's a brilliant, brilliant show. So we got to get into right, that. One, one more, DP. What do you got? Right, la- last one. Um, does anyone remember the movie The Last Dragon? Of course. Remember Leroy? With yeah. Bruce Leroy? Yeah. yeah. And shown up? Yeah. Who's the All master? Right. Yeah. We, we do a reboot, but you gender swap it. So instead of Bruce Leroy, you get Bruce Leanne with Zazzy Beats starring, mm. you get Ryan Coogler to direct it, and maybe as show enough, you get Terry Crews. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Right. Right? Well, but but Zazzy for people Beats... that don't know the premise of these movies, explain. Okay, so yeah, uh, the Last Dragon is about this kid. I think it was set in Harlem, who's like a martial artist, and uh, you know he's like trying to get to the next level of martial arts and he's a do gooder. Yeah. yeah, and there's this evil bad guy uh, named Shonoff, who I think Terry Crews would be perfect as. Yeah, that's you know also trying to get to this next level. So they have this rivalry and a fight, obviously over a girl. But in our version, I guess it could still be a girl. But but you know, Zazzy would be the okay. So Zazzy beats. What where where does she come off like a badass? Like when, dude, like, as Domino, Domino and fucking Deadpool too. She's the most badass human being yeah. I've oh, ever seen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I did. I did not. I. I, I don't. I'm not about with her. Pop yeah. culture. I'm not. <laughs> I, but now that okay, now I equate that. Okay, all right. All right. right. So, but yeah. I also I loved the Last Dragon as a kid. You know how many times I watched that fucking movie? Show sure enough. Oh yeah, you watched it constantly. Yeah, uh, yeah. great movie. Absolutely right, Leroy. Right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> constantly harassing him the whole oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, Su- super fun movie. So, I'd love to see that rebooted right now. So, all right, I, yeah. I like that team. I like you, DP. All right, um, 
that was good. We like you. Yeah. <laughs> you're great. You're a superstar. Right. You're I don't awesome. Know if the timing is right, but we love you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if anybody, any anything else on this tonight? Uh, I, I think that right. I just want to say to the three of you guys, fucking thank you. Yeah. Like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. I wanted us to just kind of riff and go back and forth. And you guys, we've been riffing for a long time tonight. Yeah. This yeah, was so run. awesome. We've lost track of time. Yeah, for our fans. Thank you, guys. For our fans, you can, li- if you know, if you listen to us like on your commute to work, you can listen to this like all week now. Yeah. So- <laughs> Break it up. <laughs> this is a marathon episode. So, although DP, but- like when we talk about like riffing on stuff like this, like I keep saying, if we, if the four of us were thrown into a room, right, with like mm-hmm. a bunch of like boards and markers and right. shit like all the some like some yarn so we can yeah like, that's know, what i mean by the, time, yeah. Yeah. by the time we leave it'll look like we were trying to solve a fucking cold case right. like it was just all this craziness <laughs> but i think it, we, we would come out with a fucking absolutely amazing movie so yeah but no, tonight no, no, i love it 100 i was trying to incorporate the word magnetic for a fourth time i think we used it uh, mm-hmm. a few times early on that would have been a centerpiece that we could move around for people, directors, writers, mm. they're magnetic. And they that's just, it's just like a, a piece that we want to move and use <laughs> to describe our projects. Yes. Magnetic. That would be the that's, name of the movie company, actually, I think. Right. Magnetic that's, films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Done. Someone's going to steal it, DP. Fuck. Timestamp. <laughs> Intellectual yeah. property. Fucks. All right. Suck it, bitches. Well, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, this is really fun. This is a really good job outside the box. Uh, our favorite uh, listener, Rachel, uh, earlier today, she was like, what's the topic about this week? And I give her spoilers. You know, mm-hmm. And I told her, she was like, that sounds amazing. Like she thought that was really <laughs> she, I know she's going right. to be really into this. So, <clears throat> um, Which, speaking of which, listeners, if you guys have some pitches, throw email them, them oh to God. us. Yeah, 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 or yeah, hit yeah, us yeah. up on social media. We'd love to hear your ideas. Yeah, Absolutely. We'll, we'll read them. We'll talk about them. Uh, yeah, that I actually now I think about it, I'd love to hear our yeah. listeners' ideas. So please, and then we'll yeah, we'll let you know us. we'll let you know if we love you or yeah. we'll and what's the, you know. we think what's you're you know. great. Right. What's, <laughs> what's the email again? <laughs> yeah, duh. it is uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. AJ, what's the handles for our social media? It's at moviecouncilpod everywhere. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, nice. and Facebook. Follow us, <laughs> yeah. please. We love it. We love the support. We love doing this. Uh, who's up next week? Is it Marky or is Marky? It... Is it yeah. me? Hey, Marky. Mark. So think uh, Marky, how you doing, Marky? <laughs> good, AJ. Good. <laughs> so think about it. Um, you know, Marky, if you need any help, bounce. I know you work a lot and you have a, a young child. And, you know, if you need any ideas, hit, hit up your boys. Uh, I'm sure we got some stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I got drunk and put some ideas into my phone recently. We can, we can look. <laughs> let me know. So, hey, yeah. so, um, all right, guys, you got anything else before we call it an evening? This has been a long one. No, yeah. Just put a tail on this kite. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I yeah. could talk for another hour, but it's been long enough. So it's rapid. I've actually true. got some things to say to you guys once we go off air. With, so oh, let's go ahead yeah, and wrap it. Oh, this ought to be good. <laughs> this ought to be good. Oh, my, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're about to get. Hey, just so you know. 
not in a good way. But anyways, uh, guys, we're going to call this an evening for myself, for DP, for Marky, for AJ, for your boys, for your esteemed colleagues. We're going to call it another night, and we will see you in a week. Good night. Love you guys. Night, night. Good night. Love you, Mom. Jenny McCarthy causes autism. The movie council is adjourned.